This is Dustin, one of your co-DMs. Thank you so much for tuning into the D4 podcast brought to you by Rock Punch. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to D4. Uh, where I, Devin, and I, Dustin, co-DM a fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> we are one brain. <laughs> so, last time on Dramatic Duels and a Displeased Duke, B squared off against Kuma the Bronze at the Bloody Fist in a fight to hopefully up her rank in the standings. Harold and Kuma's own bard, Ricard, battle over buffs and debuffs. But V is able to hold her own and drop Kuma before moving on to the fight with Kozig the Crusher, a massive half-giant, half-ogre mountain of a man. It is a drag-out barn-nun fist fight where the two of them bring each other to an inch of unconsciousness with some quick thinking and bribery help from the rest of the BFGs as Ricard aids in her victory, as well as Voss getting in with a salve to heal some of her wounds as she is shoved into the crowd. V is victorious and moves up to second place just under the undefeated Mad Jack. After the fight, they learn Kuma and the frontline fighters are about to head north to Icewind Dale, but Araxios, the albino tiefling, would remain behind as he does not do too well in the cold, and he would be around if they ever need him. While V and the others are at the Bloody Fist, Seisha heads to the Parish of Lionsbane to speak with Yoen about her form and being an Asimov. She then learns that her mother, or possibly an ancestor from over a hundred years ago, left a journal page about Kelimvor that was poetically altered from the truth, but made for a much better story. Seisha is met the next day by Seth Cromley to inform her of a new murder found and to give her two more of the previous case clues and the riddles. They also found a letter from Jarlaxle, or Jay, that they assume is from Jarlaxle, which told them that he has info that uh, which he pronounced it I-E-Y-E, have info on your blind companion, uh, which they presume is the Stone of Golor, uh, that he will tell them at the upcoming gala at the Castle of Lanterns. They then head off to meet with Lord Tharduck Starbuckler and plan for his fake assassination in an intense formal meeting where they successfully convince him to go through with it a ruse that will take place at the gala where they will poison him to appear to be dead in order to fool the winter's wind. In order to fool the winter's wind and hopefully get a leg up on Manshoon and the Zentarum. And we pick up tonight's episode with the group returning back to the tavern from that meeting. And you all return back to the bar, greeting your regulars as they all raise a tankard in your direction. In the corner, you see the perfectly groomed transgender elven man playing a game of chess with Daclan and Pixel, looking cross-huddled up in the corner nearby. You do not notice that it you do notice that it should be lunch rush, but at the moment there seems to be less people than you typically expect. Oh, no. Seeing you enter, Kara approaches you all. Oh, good to see you back. Um, how did the big meeting with the noble go? It was you the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. <laughs> You looked about fright this morning, um, trying to hustle this lot, uh, like hurting a bunch of cats. No! 
Why? Sorry, dear. Didn't mean Sorry. to offend. Just a figure of speech. Anyways, uh, good news, I hope. God knows I could use it. Well, everything went splendidly in the end. Good. Okay. Um. Uh, your passive insight can pick up that she's a little frantic, and especially more than normal. She usually, even in like the most dire situations, she has her cool about her. Kara, what's, what's, step over here, if you don't mind, and she'll kind of motion for everybody to step off to a little more private area. What's mm -hmm. going on? Uh, well, for one, Yosef's been acting strange again. Well, more so than you normal. <clears throat> she looks around. I caught him and Pixel up on the roof, staring up the night sky last night. That scared me half to death when I saw the window open, feeling the draft from down the hall. Half to death more when I found them. Can't tell you how they got up there, but it was like a trance. Like when I found them staring out that window. Their eyes locked towards the heavens, just staring at the stars. And Lord's... No, I catch Yosef almost lifeless, staring at things like a statue all the time. Popping up when you least expect it, but... And now Taking Pixis, her, yeah. Well, yeah. Customers have gotten used to his peculiarness by now, which is all fine and well. But I dropped him off at the hospice of Saint Lospin this morning, and they're gonna watch him for the day. Uh, see if there's anything wrong. I can pick them up for you if you'd like. That's fine. We'll pick them up on the way home. Um, other thing is, uh, Mr. Ronto. Yes. Your friend, I think, is trying to run a brothel out of the upstairs. What friend is that? Um, she got a little drunk while you were gone and caused a few customers to run out in disgust or annoyance with her voice. I will say, uh, don't think it's the best kind of business to be running on account of the young workers you employ. Understood. I will have a talk with her do I get the feeling that she's talking about the uh, doppelganger? Possibly. Possibly, because I'm trying to think of who I asked to come here. You did ask the doppelganger to wait for you here. Yeah, I did. You do know that that doppelganger had an annoying voice. I do know that. I, I, I thought for upstairs. a moment it was that young girl. <laughs> Wait, kid? what? <laughs> no. Yeah, the, the kid who worked as a slave. No, no, no. All the lead is gone. Okay, okay. I was like, oh, it's got real dark real fast. <laughs> hey, no. we told her she could be anything she wanted to be. <laughs> I know, but... We're done with this conversation. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I will okay. go upstairs. See what all the hullabaloo is about. Okay. Alright. Alright, you... Head upstairs uh, while everyone else kind of manders about. We'll get back to the the, the tavern uh, in a second. Uh, but uh, as you make your way upstairs, Voss, walking out of your room is a half-dressed man fitting his trousers and buttoning his shirt. He looks uncaring and, and unfamiliar as he walks past you and down the stairs without saying a word. I snap uh, them. them snap them by the back of their clothing 
and draw them back to me so they can look them in the face. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, you pull the man in front of you. He kind of uh, points to behind him. Guess you're up next. And uh, I just look at him for a second. I'm like. I'm going to ask you very politely that whatever business you concluded here, you never tell a soul. Or you may be missing yours if you do. Do you understand me? Make an intimidation check. D&D Beyond lets me intimidate people efficiently. <laughs> yes, uh, 24. <laughs> uh, like, his eyes go wide, and he, like, tries to back away from you as you, like, literally quiver, feel him quiver under you. Uh, as he just nods and you look down and you can see a wet stain start to form on his pants. Voss has is weirdly thinking he's made way too many people piss their pants in his time in the city, but feeling the message has gotten across goes to my room. Yep. What do um, I see? Through the open door, Laying in the bed, counting a few coins, is a woman with brown eyes that gleam with a shivery sheen, a silvery sheen in the sunlight. She smiles at you as she sits unbashedly naked in the day's sun, pouring through the window. I close the door behind me and take a seat. Okay. Did we speak earlier in the day? Before I move any farther forward in this conversation, did I spring you from jail? <laughs> You've forgotten so quickly. <laughs> Yikes. This is your profession? I do what makes me money. A thought crosses his mind for a moment. I'm going to ask you, politely, you will not ply this trade here. You understand me when I say this. <laughs> Do you not like what you see? Voss just is quiet. I'm sorry. <laughs> is this better? You watch as the doppelganger shifts in front of you. The woman's silky, light blue hair fades to a short, slick back black hair. Her eyes darken, yet still with a silvery glint. Her voluptuous, deep red lips fade to reveal a scar that runs down a man's square jaw. You are looking at yourself, yet still naked. The once curvy hourglass figure that sat before you is now a clean, smooth-skinned body. 
It is not the it is not exact to what he once knew before the scars, but it is close. Voss says nothing, sits and stares, and just repeats, Do you understand <clears throat> what I say? Look, man, no hard feelings. I didn't know how you would be and how long you would be, so I found easy money. Don't hate the hustler, hate the social construct that creates and perpetuates the shallow and hollow beings that dwell within it. But if you don't want me to do this here, we're fine. How do you like the new voice, by the way? It's better. Keep in contact with me. For now, wherever you rest, go there. You can't stay here for the next few days. I may have work for you soon, though. As long as it pays well. It will. And you won't have to speak. <laughs> I'll only whisper sweet nothings to you. Right. As your f own face <laughs> tells you that. Yeah. And as they get up, you watch as still in your, with your face and your body, you watch as it quivers a bit as clothes begin to form and drape down. Simple trouser and tunic. Quick. I don't really keep anything in my room anyway, but I do want to do a quick look. See if they've stolen anything. What's up? Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> um, uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Sure. Pretty good. 22. Uh, you see nothing missing. You, have, you find evidence that things have been looked through, but nothing's gone. I don't keep anything of particular interest in here anyway. I let them leave, but I tell them... I tell them if you're going to... Tell them be somewhere I can find you within the next two days, but do not come back here. Be at the yawning portal in two days' time. Do you understand? Uh, he nods <clears throat> and then flicks you a gold coin and says, ah, that's for the maid. Sorry about the mess. I take it. And he leaves. Uh, for those downstairs. Uh, what, what, are you, um, what are you doing? You look, you look, it's fairly empty. You see Pixel and Daklin sitting uh, with Sky playing a game of chess, of dragon chess. Uh, Pixel looks a little lost in herself, not really paying attention to the game. And Daklin seems- I thought they weren't here. I thought Pixel wasn't here. Yosef is gone. Yosef is gone. Okay, well, is I want to go talk to Pixel. Okay. okay. All right. Um, Sasha will go and sit down next to Pixel. Hey. Um, as you make your way over to the table uh, where Sky is uh, teaching the dance of intellect across the checkered board to the young gnomish boy. Watching the game for a second, you notice that Sky is obviously letting Daklin win with your 
extreme passive uh, perception now. By feeding him moves as he learns uh, to teach him and learn the pieces and their strategies. Uh, to their side in is Pixel uh, as she clutches her arms around her legs, pouting as she watches from afar. She looks lost in thought and solemn as if she is staring through the game. Uh, Say so she will go and she'll smile at Sky and Daclan as she walks past. That's impressive. And she'll sit down next to Pixel. Hey. As if snapping back to reality, Pixel looks up at you with a half smile. Oh, uh, hey, uh, how long have you been standing there? Oh, I just got back. You doing okay? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. What's going without, on? Without rolling. Yeah. 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 Just, hey, you want to go for a ride? I bet your mom will let me introduce you to my horse. The one that has the blue fire? Mm-hmm. It's not going to burn, is it? No. Okay. It tickles. It looks very intrigued but confused. Okay, oh. I'll go to the hospital. Okay. And, uh, she leaves and goes to ask. And out of nowhere, while she's gone, like an explosion erupting in the tavern, you hear the excited voice of the young boy behind you. I win! <laughs> he jumps up in his chair in a bout of joy, causing the small table to wobble as the game board and pieces come crashing to the ground, followed by Daklin's cup of blackberry juice. Sky gasped so fervently, it is as if he had seen a ghost. His eyes wide looked down at the game, uh, the game pieces with fear at the mess. It's fine, it's fine. So she will crouch down and help start cleaning up the pieces and... Leaf, could you throw me a towel? Um, to most of you that, because this catches your attention, uh, you would think it was dramatics. And for a second, you feel that there is no need to fret over such a spilled drink. However, over the 10 days of knowing Sky more intimately, you've come to know him as a kind, caring, and mournful man, always thankful for avenging his brother and giving him a place to perform, away from the bar owner's smiles at the dark shithole pub he once danced at. But you've also come to know him as a very superstitious person, to the point of seeing major signs in minor and mundane occurrences that have bled into his daily routine. He always folds his silks up particular way as to not trap bad energy within the fold. He will not dance to a song, to the same song twice in a row in fear of it being a fatal omen for someone in the audience hearing their last song. And he is dancing on their grave. Or the length of a halfling's ear is concurrent with the depth of their luck and many other mundane things that are just small quirks. Yet, never to the hysteric extent of the old blue-skinned woman in the field. As you look down to clean up the pieces, scattered across the floor, um, all of them except for a select few that still stand on the table. On the underside of the chessboard, you see is a burned logo of Splendor Games. The name is inside an outline of the city proper. Two pieces are left standing the Ebony King and the Ivory Queen. 
both stand over two ponds soaked in the dark liquid as it seeps and flows over the outline of the city. Before the mess gets any worse, um, Flynn comes over with a rag and throws it to you to soak up the mess as Sky walks away and Daklin begins to profusely apologize. Oh, nothing to worry about, Boyo. What's a tavern without a couple spills? And he ruffles the kid's hair. Uh, and he goes in and starts mopping up the, the spill and like wiping off the pieces and setting them back on the table. Um, Sisha will stand up and after she's kind of helped and once she's more in the way than helpful, she kind of stands up and moves back. Good job, Daklin. That's a very difficult game. I'm gonna keep practicing. You should. I know that would make Venley very happy to know you're learning to play. He nods and- They starts. call it the game of wizards. Really? Mm-hmm. And you see him like kind of smile in on himself as he starts helping- Set the game board set, back up. Set the game board back up. But you see Sky, similar to how Pixel was kind of lost within himself, stepped away, just kind of shaking his head. Harold. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Pixel out for a ride. Can you make sure Sky's okay? Sure. Um, uh, he'll head over to Sky. Okay. Um, is kind of over by where his silks are, and he's kind of just meticulously just folding them. Jimmy, do you need any help? He kind of almost like doesn't hear you as you say that. Uh, walk closer and be like, hey, everything okay? And he kind of like startles. Shakes his head. Bad omens can mean a bunch of things, but that was a sign if I've ever seen one. I could just be going on about it. What Star used to say. I'm, I'm happy to hear. I'd like to hear whatever you saw. I saw a city consumed in darkness blood another tell of the blood red sky maybe I don't know I saw a mother and a father maybe two gods even two great powers like the two warring games looking down as one over the city I don't know pawns maybe puppets of the greater threat maybe just two children or perhaps a sign of water Davian's dead with blood in the streets the sign is never clear, but I always get a sinking feeling in my gut when I see them. The last one I had was about a, about a 10 day before my brother's death. Well, I'm sure this time it was probably just a spill. We're all doing everything we can to be as careful as we can, and we're all keeping an eye on each other. And I'm sure 
And no matter what happens, we're all going to stick together like a big family, just like we always have. And we'll do everything we can to protect each other. Thanks, Harold. Uh, a soft smile covers his face as he actually kind of brings you in for a hug. Well, Harold hugs. Harold's a hugger. He loves <laughs> hugging. Yeah. Um, and well, well, pat him on the back a couple of times and nod and um, and then just to lighten the mood as he's walking away, he's like, and I practiced that song for like two minutes. I can play one bar of it and it is the, the most amazing bar. Trust me, that dance is coming as soon as I'm done gallivanting and I'm going to gallivant back over to the crew. Nice. <laughs> I'll give uh, a thumbs up outside from, through the window like a hey, everything. <laughs> nice. Uh, Pixel comes up to you and goes, I... Yeah, she says that we can go, but only for uh, a short bit, since we might get busy soon. Oh, yeah, no, that, that makes total sense. Come on. Seisha will hold her hand out and take pixels and kind of, like, trot out of the building. Mm -hmm. And when we get outside, uh, oh, as she's leaving, we'll be right back. And as she's leaving, she summons Bernie. <laughs> I'm so glad it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you see Pixel's eyes light up with wonder as uh, she enjoys all of the wondrous things that you all can do. Seisha will scoop her up and put her on Bernie's back and walk alongside holding the bridle mm -hmm. and just start walking her around, uh, just like doing a, a walk around the block. So, Pixel, what's really going on? I know you don't want to scare your brother. Well, you, you and and Mr. Ratu are close, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you get upset when he's gone? Yeah. That's but why I'm upset. We can understand that. But you know what I tell myself? When he's gone, He's doing great things. He's doing the kind of things that will live on in stories. And that helps comfort me. Plus, when he gets back, I get to learn about the things he's done. I, I can't always be with the people we care about. I don't know if Yosef's going to be doing things that's going to put him in a book. I think he is. Remember when we took you guys to have your cards read? He can be anything. That lady was scary. I know, she is a little scary, but she's really cool, right? Yeah, and that's like you took the words right out of her mouth. <laughs> hey, Pixel, can I ask you a question that might be a little uncomfortable to answer? Guess you just did. Well, can I ask you another one? Okay. Thanks. <laughs> what 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 happened last night with the roof? You see her kind of her shoulders slouch again, getting ripped back from the fun of riding your celestial horse. And mm -hmm. I don't understand why she gets so upset. We were just looking at the stars. Well, it's dangerous to climb on a roof. I've almost fallen off several, trust me. 
well, if I'm going to do what you and Mr. Ronto do isn't living life dangerously what we're supposed to do? Within reason. You don't take risks when you don't have to. If you play it smart, you'll be able to do it a lot longer. Joseph really likes the stars, and I think I like them too. What do you like but, about him? Go ahead. I was going to say, he also likes goats and, and climbing things, and what's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing at all. I don't know, I feel lost in them, but not like scared lost. Yeah. It's the sky is a big thing. Have you ever seen the ocean? And she looks towards the bay area, the southern area of the dock, quite a few times. Have you been out on it and seen it? No, my mom's not a sailor. Well, maybe we can change that one day. I have a friend who is. She's a she very used to know good. A lot though. She used to work at the docks. Yeah. Well. When you're out on the sea on a boat, it is the biggest thing in the world. But then you look up and you see the biggest thing in existence. It's easy to get lost in the sky. See, you get it. Yeah. Why is that so hard to understand? Well, I think it worries your mom because you get so lost in it. You have to keep your feet on the ground when your head is in the stars. Otherwise, you can get lost in them, too. Okay, so as long as we're not climbing on roofs. Don't climb on roofs, but you can watch the stars. And if you see anything neat, tell me about it, okay? Okay. All right. We're back. So this was Bernie. And if you ever want to go for a ride, you just let me know. And maybe one day we can take Yosef for one with you. Okay. All right. And she'll scoop her down and give Bernie a pet and send him on his way and come back inside. And she'll run back inside. And it's about the same. Uh, a couple more have, have started to wander in. Um, now there is not someone chewing them away with their voice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, what else is what is everybody else doing um, I'm just I'm hanging around I'm probably helping clean up the mess compulsively and then waiting to see what Harold does when he gets back and what, once he walks over be like is everything okay yeah I think that I think that uh, I sometimes uh, has a kind of a wiser mind than most and can see things where other people don't and just you know like I think yeah I think he's just not like magic he's just got a instinct hmm. okay so oh. yeah are you okay well I mean that was a pretty scary little talk we had. I haven't done yes. something like that since uh, me and B were <laughs> you 
doing the noble dance back in the day, and even then I was more like the guy who'd forgotten to take our names. Yeah, but you really carried the whole conversation there. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, I can tell because I sweat through all my clothes. I mean, I wouldn't know what to say. <laughs> I would have probably made a fool of myself. Oh, I don't think that's possible. Okay, well, maybe maybe you might have tripped a little, but that. But other than that, other than that, you want a drink uh -huh. or something? I would love one, thank you. I'll get you a drink. What do you want? And then alcoholic, non-alcoholic, where we? It's a little what early for alcohol. What time in the day is it? It's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Like ale is probably yeah, okay. I'll get us something non-alcoholic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> something, something with orange juice in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, try to keep it tasteful. Um, unless anybody else is doing anything else, I'll wait until Sasha gets back and uh, non-alcoholics are prepared, mm -hmm. and ask everybody to meet upstairs briefly so we can discuss our next move. Okay. Yeah. E easy enough. You say your goodbyes to Pixel as she returns a little bit more chipper than she was, still a little sullen to herself and mm -hmm. a little quiet, but. Her head's uh, up high. Her chin's up instead of down. Okay. Um, and uh, you you kind of hear Daklin immediately go, "I won!" As as she runs up to him or walks up to him and starts telling about the game of wizards. Uh, as as you all make your way upstairs to discuss the coming days. Once we're upstairs. Oh. Okay. Yes. What? R. We got the R. The, the <laughs> murders. Um, the R? He came by and told me there'd been another one. Um, Umberly. Oh, the, the oh, those Umber murders. I thought there was a pirate involved. No, no. It just <laughs> occurred to me, though. The, the clue. The clue. R. The letter R. That... And they went missing for a week. Harold, that that H A R. No, I I got it. H A R. Har har. B was the was the one we thought was the newest, but it wasn't because R died before B because they were missing for a week. It's H A R B. Harbinger. Yeah. We were think, right. It wasn't habitual. I think this is a summoning ritual. That sucks. We gotta figure out if there's a pattern to to who they choose. So is there a pattern to who they choose? Help on that? What? How 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 good are you at trying to crack codes? Oh. Well, they need five more people before it's done. Yeah. I would need time, and I would need time. No, six more people. But I'll I'm, I'll write everything down and get like riddles. I, we need to figure out how they're picking their targets, whether it's random or if there's a pattern to it. Do we know where they're going missing from? When they've okay. been out doing things for their it's faith. The first okay. one was Ilmater, and they were on a errand into the city from the field ward. The second one was... Hold on. Before we go any further, and I do agree with you that this is important. Sorry. It's at the moment not immediate. Yeah, yeah. I understand we want to protect, prevent death in the city, but 
right now, the first thing we need to do before anything else is contact the Winter's Wind. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ew. Why? Because we need to tell them exactly what the plan is going to be. And if we plan oh. to meet up with them later, if this is going to go smoothly. Our fake plan. Yes. Okay. We, it's established we're not going to murder him. I'm just I think we all stuff. agree with that by now. Uh, Pompous ass as he is. Wait, who I died just... with the R? Uh, the R was Umberly. Oh. It's so a we're going to Do they have relations to the other dead people? Hold on. We'll come back to it. We don't necessarily have to go there. From what I understand of how the paper birds work, we could yeah. send him one. Yeah. It's just a matter of what we say. Or we could just we have all week, right? Maybe he maybe he's just like, if I don't hear anything by the end of the week, I'll call. I we need to be proactive on this rather than waiting for him. Being out in front of it is a good idea. Probably. As much as it makes me That way nauseous. we control the narrative more. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking is given the fact that we were given a letter by Manchun indicating the failure of that group to retrieve an item, we could very easily tell him then that we don't trust his map as his organization is clearly compromised. Given the details of what we're going to be doing at the party, and that gives us at least a day potentially to deliver the body to him. It also means... I'll... I, I've let, I'm gonna let you finish. Um, it also means we can give excuses as to why we need him to pick it up personally. We can't trust this with anyone else, as they could very easily be Xanathar spies. We can't actually bring Starbuckler there, or no. risk him dying in the crossfire. No. But we may have a solution to that too. What? The brothel upstairs yeah what about that dude that could yeah. but that's that's well, not a thing we get a cut well no no we're not having a brothel upstairs in our bar i we, pull we, out the gold coin i give it to seisha <laughs> oh profit wait okay before we start anyway there's isn't going to be a brothel in any Good. in no. any case we have access to a doppelganger freelancer. Oh. Oh. Is that I the woman with the annoying voice? Yes, but all Does, they do they always have an annoying voice? But they dead just need people to be don't a corpse. Talk. Exactly. They just need to be a corpse. Right. So but, but wouldn't that mean we need two potions then? Yes, that is a wrinkle in the plan, but that is something I think that's a lot easier to do than get, than convincing the noble lord Starbuckler to go to a meeting of his potential demise. Right. I mean, how much do we need for another one? I don't know how much they cost. The open lord said you'd provide one, but I go. I will go to see Fala today. Ask them. Okay. <sighs> oh, what were you going to say, Petunia, before I cut you off? I'm trying to remember. To oh, the map. Uh, I, I thought that the, I thought that the plan to, to not use the map was going to be a last minute whoopsies, there's too many guards, not to tell him that we're not going to use the map to begin with. The additional guards keeps with our ruse, actually. 
But how do we know that there's going to be additional guards before exactly. they're there? Essentially, this is how I'm thinking on this. When the additional guards are going to be seen, because keep in mind, we not, may not be the only one on this who's looking to kill Starbuckler, so additional guards was a good idea. When they see that, that boosts us saying that his map and indeed his organization has been compromised. It's proof to us, so we don't necessarily have to engage with it. I'm not sure I'm following, because it... Hmm. I think it proves there are leaks. It, oh! We can use it as a, we went, we saw the, we we can do both. We go in, we, we, we tell him, we went, we were going to do it, the, the plan you saw, that you said, we saw all the guards, we immediately realized that you guys are compromised, and we backed off. I assume nobody wanted to do a fank assassination, so I wasn't moving forward with it. Right, but we could say that we were planning on it, but when we saw the guard, we made the indication to ourselves, oh, the, clearly you have a mole, we are going to do it our way. That's fine. We'll have to wait until tomorrow to send it then. Yeah. Right. But yes, unless adding that content in, is there anything else anyone would like to add to that? I don't want I don't want a brothel in our bar. I, I there like, is not I a brothel a, here, Harold. There we was just, a brothel here. It was the shortest brothel that ever existed, okay? Well uh, wait, I don't know. Wait, the guys coming wait, outside. Just because you're happy. short doesn't mean you need to shame her about it. Where were they? In my room, so don't worry about it. No, I'm not shaming them about it. I look No, not I, you. I'm talking to Voss. Okay, well I got I don't have to tell any stories. Uh that there was the shortest one. All I'm, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if we're going to do something like that, why don't we open up like a second place? I have no interest in opening or running a brothel. I don't think I, anyone else really has one either. No, I just this, figured if we're going to be running one, we might as well be profiting off nobody's, it. Nobody's. I will I mean, say you this. You know, just when I think I have you figured out, Stacia, you just come at me with another curveball, and I'm left just reeling. Really? I think this is what my boss would call a rabbit trail. This is yeah, only I... he would call it a rabbit trail. <laughs> Don't do that. I get enough of that at work. That's fair. <laughs> Let's put a pin in this conversation to explore another time. Okay. You say that a lot. I, I, mean, I wonder why. To... I'm going to start marking to. all the pins, and then one day I'm going to come at you with all of them. We're going to spend all day talking about all these pins. Oh, Any my. case. We can go ahead and write that and get that ready to be sent out tomorrow. If we <laughs> want to make any movement on the trail so it does actually look like we attempted it, we can do that as well. We actually don't have to engage, just watch. Right. Um, I can. I don't have anything to do for the next little while. I could go and I'm not the best at hiding. So, but I'm go really good you. at keeping an eye out around me so I could tell if I'm being watched. I'll go with you then. Okay. You can just watch from a distance. With any luck, Starbuckler will have his guards out. Show to quick camp, show that we are attempting this, and then write the letter tomorrow. Yeah. It sounds like a plan. As for that, I have other small business to attend to. Oh, I do need to go buy some flowers. Sounds. I have some like things I just want to say around town to important people who say a lot of things and 
That's pretty much the only thing I have planned. Ten minute in and out. I said ten good. minutes. It'll be fucking hours. But you get the picture. The Omeliana. I will be heading to Fala's later today to discuss a number of things. If you wish to join. Uh, yeah, I was hoping to go by there anyways. That works then. Uh, does anyone need uh assistance with anything? I always cataloging. I always need your assistance, Petunia. Okay. I would love it if you come with me. I'm going to teach you how to spread a rumor. Uh. Oh. There's okay. a nasty rumor going around town that there's a very dangerous individual who never returned a book they took from the library. I've been hearing it on the streets. Very dangerous. Wait a minute. There's always an element of truth in a rumor. What's the element of truth in this rumor? The element of truth in this rumor is that I've heard this story from the individual who did it. I think the truth is that it's actually just real. Yeah. The truth Look, is it's that a good book. Okay, come on. Get I, I gotta read it. it. I gotta read it. You can it's... borrow it. I still have it, clearly. <laughs> clearly, you criminal. <laughs> Give it to me. She'll like she'll actually like reach into her 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 bag and like shove the book up at him. There, oh, read geez. it. Oh can god, it? she has it now. I Oh my god, wait, so you're it's saying we could just book. You know Petunia, you know Petunia? And I grab it from Harold's hands. I'm gonna return it. No. No. I'm gonna do it. Don't return it till I die. I hold it up. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna return it. Well, well no, none of us moves to block it. the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harold will reach out and uh, if she gives the book back, he'll take it and he'll kind of look it over and be like, yeah, I'm gonna read this. Uh, she gives it back. <laughs> uh, he's like, I, have, oh, go ahead. I am going to Fala's now. Oh, okay. I, uh, uh, bring Harold in for a handshake, kind of a bro shake, and bring him in. And as I do, I say quietly, "We need to discuss Karnan at yep. some point." Why don't we do it now while everyone's here? I look over at Petunia. You think okay. I'm going to keep anything from her? Okay. I ready everybody then, and I say. At some point in time before the two day is up, we need to talk with Karnan. We need to tell him that we are doing this specifically for the Xanathar and that this is how the scales will be weighed with the capture or elimination of the Winter's Wind. Harold, you're going to need to be on point on that. Oh, good. I love talking in high-risk situations. It's you're true. Really he does. It's his favorite hobby. I do it all the time. I'll accompany you. <laughs> if anyone Sweet. else wishes to go, we're more than welcome. I think that uh, a unified front is always good in the situations, but who am I to say? I don't mind. But yeah. if we wanted to do that next, we could. It's honestly not a bad thought. And that's where we'll go, unless anyone else has any other pressing matters to attend to. Seisha, Petunia. I just need to get a flower, uh, a flower for a hair thing arranged. I suppose I need a dress at some point, but that's not pressing. <gasps> yes! Oh, no. <laughs> he pressing. looks between V and Seisha. Oh, it's no. <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to lose you for all that. <laughs> like I said, it's not pressing. Uh, no, you, you said it out loud now. It's pressing. We do. Okay. You saw how we got received today when I showed up in armor. It's pressing. We're going to a noble gala. This is a formal affair. 
It's pressing. Yeah, Is they won't let dancing. Oh lord, I hope there's not dancing. They won't let oh, us dance. We have to dance. Yeah. We better yes. not have to dance. A question. Everyone, <laughs> everyone here knows about the Red Wing, correct? Yes, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Um, I will also bring up then. Keep in mind, we're attempting to spin a tail that could get him on our side later. As far as he knows, we are affiliated and attached to someone called the Red Wing. I thought we didn't want to be attached to the Red Wing. We want uh, a little. I'd look at Harold and I'm like it's a little late for that. Oh, we haven't okay. necessarily specified that I was with the Red Wing. We just said I was part of an. I knew an individual. I would press that. The thing is, the rumor I want to spread is that that object, the power that went missing and nobody got the red wing guy so that's probably not something we want to lean on so that would lead all the heat back to us again exactly to a criminal mind you a criminal with dubious allegiances to his own master right and the, uh, the kind of guy who whatever is in that box might be like oh that that's something i could use to get it back at the you see what i'm saying like it's just not worth not really but i'll take your lead on this Think about it like this. If I tell him that, like, yeah, we know the Red Wing, after I make a rumor that says the object that they that his crew wanted the most <laughs> is in his possession, he might decide to squeeze us for the item to get revenge, etc. I will remind you, uh, the current Xanathar has no interest in the stone as the he was going to use the stone for the thing that he already got. No, I'm talking about the box. Oh, the yeah, the return. Yeah. Okay. That, the rumor I plan is got like, it. oh, the Red Wing's the one who got that in the end. Okay, that, got it, got it. In any case, if we're going to see him shift allegiances, we need to create an opportunity to show something of good faith, something he wants. I think oh. the, Zen, the Rose created an opportunity already. I agree, His but wife. true. But if he was He's going to do this- hurt. His wife? He's married? He was. The Rose killed his wife. He's truly hurt by that. Oh, I thought you meant the Rose's wife. No. So, are you saying... I'm saying we need to make... When I say we may make a show, I'm saying we need to show him that the Red Wing has power and leverage in the city. Because while I agree he is hurt by this event, He's not going to join a losing side. Yeah, but the Red Wing doesn't have power or leverage in this city, and eventually, he, he if doesn't. he joins, he's going to figure that out. He doesn't know that yet. Power I, perceived is power achieved. I can't pretend to be an entire gang all the time. That's just impossible. The whole no. point of this is that you don't really know if he's doing it or not. Harold. Oh, I have a means of planting rumors. Oh. I know these guys. I met them. I stabbed one of them in the hand. This bodes oh. well. No, I'm... no. I, I I played poker with them. Me and Garyelle played poker with them, and they're rumor mongers in the city. So I could go visit them and see if I can get some more rumors and tell them about Red Wing. Why would they tell things? Why would they help you after you stabbed one of them in the hand? That's a good Because I have money. Fair point. That's fair. 
I, all this works and this helps and I have no problem with although you did stab them in the hand I have oh, that, they're fine with well, it. That, he tried to grab is... my leg he tried to grab my leg I stabbed him in the hand it was fine Place. you gotta learn to play with some people who play better poker Jesus Christ in any case wait Gariel can like read minds though Okay, wait, wait, wait. Read minds. All right, well, let's not. She knows when we are trying to read them. My overall point in this is that eventually rumors need to lead to something tangible. Yeah, but we're not at a point yet where we have anything tangible, and Karnan is a big deal. Trust me, I fought him. As far as I'm concerned, we're, we're we need the thing that would make that would make this even harder is somebody who's waiting for the next order and starts looking into his boss and realizes it's me in bathrooms and shady taverns. This is by the way, bathrooms really spread rumors really fast. It's weird. So you don't want to bring him in. I don't could be it's not I don't want to bring him in. It's that we have to think about it from the perspective of do we do we how do we maintain the illusion for someone who is quote unquote working for the Red Wing? I never intended to have employees. Oh. Oh, you saw him as like a solo thing. I didn't. I just saw an opportunity and was like, maybe we can use this. I, I was improving. Now that I have time to think about it, I'm like, I don't know if that's a great idea. Proceed forward as you wish. I give up on this. I'm not saying to give up on it. I'm saying, let's talk about it specifically. How do we maintain the idea that there is a gang working with him? Proceed forward as you wish. Okay. We're running out of time in the day. I just, I just don't, I don't know a way to maintain that long enough for him not to be like, you're fucking with me, aren't you? I mean, he knows me. That's the other problem. It's like a lot of these guys I worked with before, so they know I'm a shitter. Yeah. In any case, we do need to go talk to him. Yeah, I think the angle we use is his wife. Can we get the funds together to try to resurrect her? Or is it too late? We have a thousand gold. We, if, I don't know if we can do that without a body. I'm sure he has the body. Yeah. She died in her sleep. I think you have to have a body. I think he has the body. If nothing else, he buried her. Um, when I looked into his mind, he mentioned, well, he was thinking, let me check my notes real quick. He was thinking something along the lines of not being able to preserve her beauty in stone, which may mean that he might not have the body or the body is beyond, um, Ah, uh, that's a good point. It decomposed. DMs. There's really Does only the one body way to have know. To... Oh, go ahead. Does the body have to be in good condition to be resurrected? I mean, I highly... Uh, you can make an arcana check on that, yes. Somebody else. Uh, I, I'll let Petunia. I'll let the wizard... Yeah. I just feel like you'd be putting her back in like a gross body. The 16. And um, you know that as long as there is most of the body, but without high level magics to bring someone back from the dead, it's going to come back with, in whatever condition it is in. So if it's missing limbs, it's going to be missing limbs. They don't regenerate. Got it. Okay. 
unless it's just you know a higher level. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not sure which ones it is. And though, you're also like, not sure what the condition of the body is, but you right. do know that it comes back like Harold would not come back with a new leg. Yep. Right. Would if someone was diseased or sick when they die, would they come back still ill? Oh no, no. It would it'll it'll cleanse the body of any uh toxins, but right. it will not reform uh disfigurement. Right. I mean, if she's in poor condition or if she's missing body parts, um that won't fix it. And we also we also have to assume the fact that he's a wealthy man himself. If he wanted to bring her back and he had the money, he could. So, all right, that's what we're going to do first. Then let's go head over. Yeah, and so you're going to Carnan's first. Looks that way, unless anybody else has any objections to it. No. Sounds good. So we go into what, Laspinadora? No, he's got an art gallery he talked about. Okay, yeah, yeah, go, we'll go there. That's closer, I think. It okay. is. It is. So, uh, is everybody going? Yeah, I think so. Okay, great. Uh, you all trace your steps back down to the top edge of the trade ward, just beyond the reaches of the North Ward Street, standing in the calm wake of a city street that was nearly your death a few days ago. You come to a solid white building on the corner of Lamp Street and Andamars that looks to be made from a singular block of polished stone. The front entrance looks like a wall of glass that leads into a hardwood floored lobby with two closed doors that lead further into an avant-garde building juxtaposed to the common Tudor-style building surrounding it etched and painted into the largest pane of glass, reads the Tableau Vivant. Fancy. I'll head in first. Okay. Obediently following Harold. <clears throat> also right behind Harold. <laughs> you walk into the building. The air is dry, warm and inviting with a slight floral smell. Two double doors at either end of the glass-enclosed entrance hall leads into the following room, where you are greeted by soothing acoustics of some very faint melodic sounds that create a feeling of wonder, more so than it does a note of recognizable music. Small bullseye lanterns hang from uh, above, illuminating the beautiful paintings that line the walls, framed in simple Wingate frames, as to not distract from the art itself. In the center of the first hall is a beautifully marble sculpture of a woman laid out and fainting, with her arm gracefully draped over her face. The cool white magical white light that pierces through the dark room only illuminates the artwork, leaving most of the rest of the gallery painted in shadows. You filter in as you catch the attention of a few of the higher-end patrons perusing the area that opens into the main lobby with a large display of the main focal piece. Almost every corner is filled with a hauntingly lifelike marble statue, and every wall covered in a powerful and entrancing painting. As you stand before the centerpiece, you see a man carved in white, smooth stone 
whose clothes cling to his form, giving the illusion that he is drenched as he screams out into the illusionary winds and torrential rain that washes over him. The veins of his neck and anger in his eyes makes you feel his emotions as if you are standing with him or against him in his fight and ire. Soon, entering from one of the back rooms is a large man in a pristine white three-piece suit. At his side is a leather-capped six-legged basilisk covered in rocky crag-like spikes protruding from its back. I will um, step forward to him and just nod once knowingly. I don't think there's anything I have to say for him to realize who we are and what we're doing here. I assume you have the answer for our mutual friend that is expecting in compensation for our mutual misjudgment. Something Uh, recent has caused them great discomfort. So I do hope this is good news. Please, join me. Let's wander these halls of my masterpieces. I assume you know how to be discreet with your words. Of course. Fuck, is what I'm thinking to myself as I'm like, well, I guess we're going with the plan A after all, aren't we? I guess I'm going to have to figure out how to fake having a gang here soon. Um, and- you do. Uh, yeah, I know. I was gonna say the field ward is gonna have to. We're gonna have to costume up the field ward sometimes and have our have our guard pretend to be my gang. That's gonna have to happen. Oh no! Love it. Oh my god! I, love I mean, it. they kind of oh. are. I mean, they're yeah. They'll be perfect at it. They're literally. This is exactly how Voss trained them, so they're perfect for it. So that's how I'm gonna do it. So I will um, continue down the halls with him, and uh, unless he's going to start, I will start. Um. Seisha is going to kind of hold back and make sure that nobody from the random assortment of people follows too close. Okay. Yeah, you are the most perceptive. Petunia is staying away from all of the art. She's admiring (laughs) them from afar. Okay. Um, Noted. I will say (laughs) to him that... um, Typically in places like these, where you find very powerful art dealers, there's usually only two that most people know that tend to control all the art within the city. The individual that I know is a third art dealer who is looking to make his presence known. He isn't as overt, nor is he as powerful, But in reality, his pieces are of higher quality, though they don't have the same quantity. He tends to dabble in reds. You do do know the importance of the art piece that was to form the merger between the two art dealers that we were talking about before, not to divide them further. How would this aid in that endeavor? I think that given the current situation of the art dealer we both currently deal for, it's likely that if things were to come to fruition, everything he has will be absorbed by the other art dealer who is much more reasonable. At that point, 
it would be much easier for there to be some sort of, um, let's say a union where everybody's making money, work less, make more. The problem right now is this personal problem that we both share. I've heard whispers of this contending art dealer. What makes this one any different than the first? Well, for one, he got that box. Are you saying that... I am. I can make a general insight check on this guy. Okay, go ahead. Particularly over what just Harold just said to him. Nah, not great. Ten. Ten. You see that he's contemplative, but you can't okay. tell what his overall emotion is. Can I make one? Sure. You're watching. Let's say this. Do we have advantage on insight checks when we're close to you? I have advantage. Okay. Thank you guys. Uh, to discern when someone's lying, not to read someone. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's to tell if someone's lying. So. Yeah. Okay. Or. Actually, it's uncover lies or information. Uh, you're re you're not. Yeah, I'm not I don't know. This is uncovering yeah. information right now. Just trying to get a mood. So okay. yeah. Well, I, it's okay. I don't need it. That's a twenty-four. 24. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> uh, there's worry, confusion. Um, he's Harold. Literally just said he's uh, a double agent. Um, and uh. Although Karnan does not know what was in the box, he knows that it was something powerful that uh, many people wanted. Yeah, the two biggest, you know, gangs in, in Waterdeep wanted. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And Harold just basically said, so he's contemplating a lot of things strategically right now and what the best move is. Yeah, and whether he can trust me. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's one of the biggest ones. Um, Seisha will kind of do a nod to Voss like that and when he comes over she'll fill him in on that you need yeah. to let Harold know that somehow he's got him primed I look at the artwork mm -hmm. and say there are certain periods of time where ambition is not rewarded I feel the period we are in is less ambitious, but I believe a change occurred in style. Those displaying more ambitious tendencies in their work, emblazoned hard with red, would be far more rewarded and appreciated by those in power. Um, Seisha, I'll let you know, as you're probably still watching, your insight mm -hmm. is continuing. Uh, you see every mention that either Harold or Voss has made towards power has caught his interest specifically and you can see him seriously thinking about this okay I will uh, continue and say um, and I, I have no, I, I haven't noticed the power stuff, so I'm going to say, um, 
the the future of the city and the art within it is on the cusp of change. There are those who are looking to more progressive futures and there are those who are steeped in the past. I think the answer for the future of all parties involved is some form of compromise because what's what we are at now and where the art world has been in the city of Waterdeep is just getting dredged and disgusting. It's, it's, it's vile now. It's not what it should be. But with a little bit of progression, a little bit of change in the right minds and the right people in the right places, who knows what the art world could see, where we could all end up. Your pieces are very powerful. It's a shame that they're under displayed. De Gault, who ran the city, was weak. He did not let art flourish. He cared only for monetary gain. I think a new stroke of genius with the brush. One that would be the bane of all things that are mundane currently would be good. One of the reasons why I am here. I work with his muse. His inspiration it flows through me. And that's how I create such striking, pivotal, powerful pieces as he gestures to uh, this uh, tiefling man that just seems to be screaming out uh, with arms reached towards you. Fish does her best to resist shuddering. Yeah, just like Harold's eyes cut, and I, I'll make a deception check if you want, but there he is very much like, dude, I am in the mouth of the beast right now. What the fuck am I doing? I, I would like to step forward at this point saying Harold's so uncomfortable and say, I agree. You deserve a patron that can appreciate such things rather than one who is too afraid to explore such a strong master stroke. Um, um, I'll, continue. I'll also add that it seems like the florist has more in common with de Gaulle than he does with you. Uh, go ahead, uh, both of you make a persuasion check. Me? Or, or one of you can roll with advantage. Yeah. I'll make I mean, it. Do you, do you want, okay, you roll it, and then I will also roll it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, oh, prob- 22. 25. Oh! <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I will think about this new venture, this new art dealer. There are things that I directly want now that cannot be obtained so easily. Like art, it will take patience. Something scorier was better at than I. These paintings are hers. The sculptures are mine. 
I will let you know what I wish for compensation for my art when it presents itself to me. And we will be happy to make a deal. The pieces that are displayed, do any of them have pricing on them? No. No. Yeah, figured. He wants to keep those suckers. He likes looking at them. And honestly... I'm not looking at the sculptures. I'm looking at the paintings. And he has another reason for wanting to keep those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will offer my hand. She had an exquisite eye. Yes, she did. And I'm going to look at him with this very knowing, almost burning look, and I go, and so do you. And I'm going to hold my hand out to shake it. And he'll shake your hand. It was a pleasure doing business with you. Always. And I will nod to everybody else and start heading towards the door. And just at the moment my back's to him, sweat beating on my face, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> to myself. All right. And you may all make your way out of the art gallery. And I'm going to be... Yeah, I'm like, no talk. I make a motion for no talking. <clears throat> we are way far away. As soon as we get out, I want to kind of scan the crowd and just see if there's anyone there that was there when we went in. Make a perception like check. A random person on the street. I'll assist with this. This is also something that I could do. Yeah, y'all would both be checking. Like someone's following you? The, yeah, the like, like someone we're being watched. Outside to yeah. keep tra- tabs on us. D. Oh, Natty 20. 22. Right. Seven. <laughs> Rolled a two. Well, Voss, you see. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you look around and nothing catches your eye. Nothing sparks. You don't catch anybody in the shadows. There's no one like those telltale signs. Yep. It does not seem as if you are being followed or anybody is currently watching this establishment specifically. Uh, as for the uh, people that were inside uh, the gallery, um, most of them just seem to be enraptured in the raw, terrifying emotion that was uh, displayed with the sculptures. A lot of them were also enraptured by the beauty of the paintings, but most of them were there to see the terror that was scop- sculpted. So, <laughs> yeah. That is the most. Uh, did y'all come up with that? Because that is the most sinister, awful shit, and I love it. It's so yeah. good. That yeah. is so good. It's upsetting. I'm like, oh, a villain campaign with Carnins in it. I want that shit. <laughs> oh, man. That guy is sinister. I love him. Okay. Uh, once we are safe enough away and we're Wait, in a place. Wait, do I get anything with the 20? That, no, that, that was pretty yeah, they were saying The no. joke was the yeah. joke oh. of. Uh, of it, boss, what well, this is what you see is no. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, you right, you hundred percent right. know that yeah. there's nobody staking okay. out the place. Yeah. Okay. So once we are alone and away from everybody else, I'm going to turn and be like, okay, well that didn't exactly go the way I imagined in my head, but here we are now, and now I need a gang. He we is work on that. He is into the idea of power. That's good. I'll so, use that in the future. Yeah. Well. And we weren't followed. Great. Well, that's, that's good. good. Yeah. Well, I will say he, when he spoke of being oh. in power, it wasn't the way that the Xanathar is or the Manchun. Right. Or it's like power. Yes. Yeah. It, 
Yeah. yeah. The power to make your will what you want it to be. Yep. Um, I'm going to kind of shudder as I think about those those sculptures, and I'm going to look at everybody else and be like, okay, so, well, we, we probably have him. I, I, I feel good about that. Thank you all. So now that we got him on the hook, we have to think about how are we going to present the Red Wing as a real thing when he inevitably has to see it? Does the Dude. Red Wing have to be a bad guy? The Red He's Wing? Manchun. Yeah. Oh. I've kind of been gearing him up to be another Manchun. Oh. Okay. You don't need to make an appearance quite yet. However, it'd be very easy for minions of yours to be able to do these jobs for you. Wait, didn't you say you had access to a doppelganger? We do. I do not trust him to replicate Manchun, we'll put it that way. But that is an idea to perhaps present later when we have more quality doppelgangers at our disposal. I agree with that. In any case, I have had a vision in my mind for some time of a main minion that can be a communication. That way you don't have to present yourself as Manchun. I like that. We... We should definitely discuss that because I am. Yes. Uh, you know, I. It looked real smooth in there, I think, but I was panicking the entire time. If you wish, if you wish, I have an idea and we can handle this. But thankfully, he now knows that we're doing something specifically for him. He's accepted it, and we can have the rose off our back for a little well, while. He's thinking about it, but I feel good that he's probably accepting it. This is more along the lines of keeping the rose off our back, so to speak, if only for a little while. Which, pressing all the more, this needs to go smoothly. Yep. So. You think he's going to tell him about the box? No. Okay. I don't think he'd risk letting somebody who openly tortures people know that he knows where something that guy wants is. In any case, I think that's the big pressing matter for the day. I'm going to talk with Fala if anyone wants just to come. Does anyone else have any yeah. business they wish to attend to? Just getting flowers. Um, not really, other than spreading some rumors. I mean, we don't Pet- have any deliveries. Me and Petunia are probably gonna. I'm gonna show Petunia a little bit of what it, the magic that goes into uh, talking with people with loud mouths. Mm. Okay, you'll be fun. <laughs> you know, lots of. Dates go this way, where you bring your date with you to uh, cure the festering hole in the city. Who doesn't want to do that? Charming. I know, right? No, it's really <laughs> fun. You'll have a great time. Uh, I, I had to follow us, unless there's okay. other people. Uh, I come with them. I do, too. Okay. Uh, so, Harold and Petunia... Uh, separate, and the rest of you make your way to Fallas. Uh, yep, you walk over to Corellin's Crown and enter into the herbal, floral, and alchemical shop. The mixture of summer flower fills the old wood with a sweet honey scent that clings to the air. You can see the tan-skinned proprietor in green robes and muted browns uh, standing on a step stool, shelving a few potions on top of display. They look down towards the sound of the bell chime at the door as they smile towards you, warmly brushing their messy dark hair behind their long, sharp elven ears. The day is warm and the sun is bright. 
It is always a pleasure to see you walk through my door. Are you here to continue making the mind protection potions, or am I to assist you in another way? Partly, but I would ask your assistance in something else. First, do you have antidotes for general poisons? Um, an antitoxin. Yes. Yeah, common and fairly requested item. Uh, most often for those nursing a hangover or prepping for a fun night such as the Midsummer's Festival. I assume you have fun plans involved for the evening? Or just These will work on an actual poison. No, right? Yes. You do know that alcohol is a poison. To some, perhaps. Fair assessment. How many do you need? Two, please. How much? Typically before and the day after big festivals, I charge nearly twice the cost. However, for you and yours, same deal as always. It'll be 45 dragons apiece. Much appreciated. Thank you. I give them 90 gold. They move to another shelf and pull the antitoxin. You see a small teardrop bulb-shaped vial with a waxed cork seal. The viscous liquid inside is pitch black with ultra-fine particulates that cling to the side when it swirls. For anyone that has tasted one of these potions before, it is often chalky in both taste and pleasantly granular in texture. You feel like you could almost chew the juice as you gulp it down. It is also often known to stain your tongue and sometimes your teeth temporarily black. I take that. Um, before I continue on with my business, I turn to both Viomeliana and Seisha to see if they have anything to ask or say. Follow so as they hand it to you. Don't worry, I added a drop of honey in the ground vanilla, vanilla bean to liven the flavor. Speaking of, um, if there's nothing else anybody else needs. I, yes, yes. Um, I wanted to get a, um, like a corsage made um, of um, ranunculus buttercups or, I'm sorry not buttercups yeah yes buttercups buttercups Corsage? but in yes not a flower crown in white Ooh, I don't know what they're going to be wearing I know they'd be wearing a gown but that's all I know I don't know. What do you think? A flower crown would be really pretty, and it is the right time for it. Yeah, let's do a flower crown. One? Of white two. and pale yellow. If one you have or, it. One or two. I assumed this was for you. That's why I, I offered the flower crown. But if it is for a gentleman, uh, a corsage would be. Mm-hmm. How about both? Two. Yes. That would be wonderful. And for those keeping track at home, this is the flower that means radiance. <laughs> oh, look at you. Uh, it's going to be uh, for the flower crown um, and uh, two flower crowns, it's going to be uh, 10 gold. Okay. She will hand over 15. They take the 15. You are very generous this day. Um, well, it is kind of a last minute order. And- and that is 
why I'm charging you more than they would be on a normal day is also for midsummer and I am swamped. Speaking of, I need some assistance in my garden. I have an abundance of these floral orders for midsummer. And then he looks towards Voss. Our blonde elven friend is already helping if you care to join us. I would very much. I owe you a great deal. Bees, is there anything I can be of assistance for you? Um, you know what? You're super busy, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Do you want to can... go get some TV? Sure. Okay. I can have the men do the hard labor if there's something more delicate you need my assistance with. Well, I was thinking about maybe getting something made for Venley. It's just been a minute since we've seen her, but I just, I'm having a hard time deciding what is kind of my other issue because I don't know if she's going to be able to come with us to the party. And so I always thought she was going to, and now. Yeah. I know just the flower. It is one that we've spoken of before. It pairs well with her. Yeah? It does. Okay. Do you um, want a bouquet? Or do you want a crown? Do you want... A crown? It will be done. Any it... embellishments that you wish to add? Would rosemary go well in it? It could possibly for an added scent, but I believe if yes. I remember correctly, the often smell of lavender. Mm hmm Yeah. I just thought rosemary for remembrance. I was just thinking lavender would be more appropriate. How about both? A gift from all of us. Okay. Hey. Uh, it'll be five gold. Right, yeah. And she, you know, hands over five gold. Uh, but uh, I believe we have matters to attend to to make these crowns. Is that right? Aye, yes. And Voss will pull up his gloves and get to work. All right. Uh, and the two of you are leaving uh, to go have tea? Yes. Okay. okay. Got it. So as you move upstairs... So, um, I'm sure you've heard they've offered me a position amongst your numbers. I figured that's what he wanted to talk to you about. What do you I've think? Already, I've already spoken to Miss Galanodo on her concerns. Do you have any concerns as well? Here's what I will say. The Doom Raiders. First off, we certainly are a criminal faction. I won't lie about that. You've been kind to us and honest, and I will return the favor to you. However, our affairs do not deal in the drudgery and the evil that many do, and they have done great good works 
for profit mainly but they are so inclined as to do that out of any organization I've ever been a part of that considers itself underground they are the only one I would ever consider good which is strange for me myself I would say the venture would be most profitable but also there are certain times doing good in the city requires you to circumvent the rules as opposed to following them and certain times where doing the right thing may not feel like doing it there's a difference between being a criminal and being evil I would be welcome to have you on our side and I don't think Davo would ask you to do anything that you're extremely uncomfortable with uh, go ahead and make a persuasion roll. Sure. Hey, dirty twenty. Siraj hey. saved my life from a dark creature. It had red eyes and sharp things many moons ago now. I thought it was an alley blade murdering some poor woman, and if not for him, I would have had my throat ripped out as well. From that, bloomed our friendship. Mm. I've met the others only once or twice in passing, or in requirements of my wares. But none, as you say, have treated me unfairly, nor been nefarious with their words or actions. Boorish and crass at times, yes. But never to give me pause. I do well in my business, and your presence and establishment has only increased sales throughout the alley. Mm. However, they propose a heavy continual investment in my work. If I were to be more discreet and particularly focused with my talents for them. My only grievance is I swore to never openly make harmful potions or elixirs. Yet this would be a majority of their wares. But I am weighing my options. May I ask you a personal question? A very basic one, but personal. I see no reason to hold secrets. What do you want? It is the most important question you can ask in this decision. What do you want? There are many things people want. What you... What not, want not a desire, not a, I wish the business would do well. At the core of your being, that and nothing else, what do you want? I am from a land where everything is made from the beauty of nature. And I only wish to spread its exuberance to cities like Waterdeep. And I do I not wish to overgrow it with vines or have cities be torn down in place of trees, but a nice floral arrangement to brighten the day often brings a smile to those that walk the streets. And I will tell you what I want then and why I am a part of this organization. The Doom Raiders are crass and crude, this is true, and certainly criminals. But what I want 
is to eliminate the horrific thing that is plaguing this city, that has plagued it since its inception. Two particularly hard-rooted weeds choking the life out of everything here. Yes, I understand you made an oath, and I understand you would be breaking it if you did this, but... You use poison to kill weeds, too. Do you not? You all astound me in your knowledge of the flora. These particular flora, I assure you, are persistent. And unless completely uprooted, will never leave this garden you are cultivating. And sometimes that means getting your hands dirty. Perhaps you are right. Whatever your decision, I will respect it. And it will not affect our relationship or friendship at all. Um, is there anything else? Yes, there was. I'd like to buy a few health potions. Not okay. completely out of the ordinary. Something else as well. Something... Something else. Uh, it's going to be, if you're buying two regular health potions, it's going to be 90. That's cool. I'll pay. A piece of information has come to my ear, and while... Your specialty is flora, not fauna. You are more well-versed with... At least have more experience in areas that I have not. And I described to her the creature that... Yeah. Sorry. Um, I described the creature that I saw. Um, the, the monkey thing. Like the, I don't, it's yellow and it's like a monkey. That's it, all it's I know. a red skinned, red skinned horned monkey thing with the scorpion tail and wings. Yes. Yeah. Describe that creature to them and see if there's any recognition. And uh, you are correct. I am way more versed in flora than fauna. Um, I am unfamiliar with such a creature in its specificity, but it sounds like it might be a familiar. Dabble might know more. He is far more traveled than I. Fair enough. Do you know anyone who might, in case it is a natural creature? No. Well, I am not. <laughs> uh, I do not have many well-versed... Vinley? Mm. I don't think I'll be seeing her for a little bit. But in any case, I'll look into it more. I appreciate the advice in any case. Thank you. All right, and you head upstairs? Yeah, uh, to finish the potions I'm making with them and um, to help yep. with this task, obviously. Yeah. Yep. So you walk up into the bright glass greenhouse. You're struck with a wave of humidity as heat and the summer sun is magnified tenfold. In the back corner, you see the sweating back of a shirtless dapple. His breeches rolled up to his knees, exposing his bare feet as they tromp through some of the spilled soft soil on the hard stone floor. As he turns, you see he is wearing a bright pastel green apron with bright pink cherry blossom embroidery as he wipes his brow with a dirt-covered gardening glove. 
Oh, oh, you caught me being decent while indecently dressed. <laughs> Care to join in the fun? Oh, no, no. It suits you perfectly. <laughs> Feel free to lose uh, what you're wearing. Otherwise, you'll boil alive in the brigadine. Big guy just left to uh, train the Black Sparrow. We could use your help. What do you say? I will take off my overcoat. And that's it. Okay. I'll sweat it out if I have to. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> Welcome, Raiders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, uh, and as you're working, you just kind of brings up the conversation. So you mentioned some big party you're going to where coffee can kill the mood where a good stiff drink is needed? Aye. Anything you need to make your libations run smoother? Aye. There's going to be some foul business there. And afterwards, I may need assistance in dealing with a particularly powerful creature. And what was he? An Elvan? Eladrin. Eladrin. Mm -hmm. An Eladrin. And I look and say this very close to uh, Dabble, one of Manchun's generals. I've heard whispers of a winter's wind. <clears throat> Those whispers are accurate. Zraj has informed me that the enchanting vixen that escapes me is taking a leave of absence. Yes. Uh, I'm apparently with the one I was left in charge of babysitting. Yes. So. Garia will be with you, but sadly, this leaves you without a date. What are you implying? <laughs> Never you mind. I've already taken it upon myself to remedy this problem. How very kind of you. Don't worry, it's not me. I know I'm not your type. But I know who is. Now, be a good boy and trim those and uh, prune the marigolds. I get down, trimming it. Seething with rage as he says this, as I know exactly who he's talking about. <laughs> and I say, will he at least wash himself? is very clean. The name is a title given to him because of the markings. Uh -huh. But he can be dirty for you if you like. <laughs> I stand up and you can see me devil. I'd never strike him, obviously, but I'm really yeah. resisting it at the moment. <laughs> so like I just like go down clip something and I just clip it too hard and actually and cut something I'm not supposed to as he says that <clears throat> Ginger, to, like... you're not you don't want to damage the flora otherwise it will not regrow yes 
My sincerest apologies. I was momentarily distracted, it seems. Is there anything else that seems to be weighing on your mind? Yes, although you've done very little to assuage it. <laughs> You're very well traveled. One good thing. Does what I'm about to describe sound familiar to you in any way, shape, or form? I've described the creature to him. Right, he watches his head twist suspiciously in your direction. His eyes glare with a temporary moment of concern before washing over to his unashamed coy grin. <laughs> Sounds like you have an imp problem. Nasty creatures. Typically running errands for their infernal masters, spying on rivals, or misleading and waylaying mortals. You're not making any deals with devils, are you? No, but this person clearly is. I, and I make sure Fala doesn't hear this. I asked Alfeed if she recognized anyone selling. This was one who she spoke of that I did not recognize. Well, it could be one that has made a pact with the devil. How would you tell? His looks were plain, so much so she couldn't recognize anything on him. It was the only distinctive feature about him. Not most wizards carry that kind of familiar. It would be known, then. It's pretty damning in its tell, but, I mean, he could have captured it, and persuaded it. They can't be coaxed in their ways, but... I ask you in the Doom Raiders, your birds to keep eyes open for anything like that and to inform me as soon as possible. I'll pay good money for the information. I have not heard of any imps wandering the streets. However, they have been known to disguise themselves and possibly render themselves invisible. So, anything that is distinguishable about this man? I describe his looks, but she said it was just a brown-haired young yeah, man. Yeah, slightly right? curly. Yeah, yeah. Nothing really that stood yeah. out about him. No. Well, I should have the answer for you by the end of the day with that description. I... My old employers made it their business not to be seen. Yeah. They were very good at it kind of tussles your hair and scrunches it and curls in his fingers. And says, ah, I found him already. Yes. But we will keep an eye on it. Thank you. As much as it hates me to pang, pangs me to say this, he could be useful. Thank you, you for arranging you see Dabble's face go from that joyful expression back to that twisted concern. Devils are not things to be played with. Maybe not, but the roads I'm walking are already paved. And his arm, hand, grabs you by the forearm 
I assure you, devils are not to be paid with. I'll be wary. Do not go this path. But, uh, we still have other things to assist Bolu with. Yes, of course. You kind of... Is there concern for me or just a general fear? Like something... Make an insight check. Yeah. Good. That's going to be hard. 15 average. Hard for to him. read. Yeah, yeah, hard to read either a, or. It could be either way. Yeah, yeah you're picking up both, but okay. it's hard to say exactly what it is. Okay. I continue my work, but he's rarely this serious, and it's strange. But I... Okay. You definitely picked that up. Yep. Yeah. All right. And uh, as you finish up your day, the rest of you make your way for tea, um, unless there's anything particular. You run your errands. You have spread your rumors. You spread your rumors. Uh, and uh, we are going to end the night with a long rest. And I actually talked to V. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah no, 100%. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So when we get to the tea place, uh, not the one I met her dad at. Okay, so not the Peacock, Peacock tea room. Tea room. Yeah. Okay. Um, Seisha will sit down. She makes sure that they get a table that's kind of set off to the side a little bit. Um. So I admit I had an ulterior motive in seeing if you wanted to get tea. Okay, what's what's up? Um, I wanted to make sure you're okay with running into your family at the Scala. Oh. Um. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Like, I'm sure they're just probably gonna avoid me anyways, so. Okay. I just wanted to make sure, because I figured this is kind of a big deal. I guess it should be, but I'm trying not to make it. Okay. All right. So I'd rather just focus on what we planned to do. Yeah. Okay. We do need to take Petunia out for a dress, though. We do need to take Petunia. We... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe a couple dresses. Oh, that would be fun. It would be so much fun. It'd be a lot of fun. Okay, well, that was really my, my sneaky motive in asking you out. <laughs> well, you didn't need to take me to tea to ask me that. Well, I also just enjoyed getting to hang out with you a little bit without you, the boys around. I do like going out for sure. Yeah. We should do this regularly. We should. That's, I agree. That's it. <laughs> uh, you return from tea. Harold and Petunia return from spreading rumors, their, uh, their deviousness. Yep. And, um, uh, you all gather that night, I forgot about this, uh, gather that night and head towards the street uh, where the map is located. And you do see Starbuckler's carriage, and you do see that it is heavily guarded with at least uh, six um, cavalier guards uh, and a, a four uh, footed guards. I lean over and I'm like, he totally did it. Nobody walks around with that many guards unless they expect something. 
<laughs> this is actually going to work. Like to look for I'd like to look for anybody who seems to be lingering on the street. Same. That doesn't seem to have any sort of business or anything they're attending to. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's almost a natural oh, 20. 13. Mm -hmm. 13. Okay. I kid you not. I, I'm automatically set for advantage on this, of course. Double fours. <laughs> Strong force. And that's with my modifier. Uh, beyond everything that the uh, map says, where there's certain locations that are a little quieter or, or um, a, a little bit heavier in the watch patrol or a little bit more distracted and things like that, there doesn't seem to be anything that stands out uh, beyond the heavily guarded carriage. Okay. Yep. Uh, and that's pretty much it. And uh, uh, as you plan successful, as Harold said, the presence was known. If anybody was watching that you didn't notice, that's pretty prominent that it's hard to hit that individual with six Cavalier guards, not to mention whatever's in that carriage. And you make your way for the evening and you long rest for the day. Yay! And, uh, we are going to take our break. Um, <clears throat> we want to remind everyone that we are giving away Archmage's dice and Blacksmith's dice uh, to one lucky uh, viewer who enters hashtag beyond. Yep. Hashtag beyond. Um, we are also giving away an Eldritch Foundry miniature now with new hats available in the collection. Big hats. A bajillion gallons. Bajillion gallons. Um, oh, I died when I saw their post that they were doing that. I yeah. died. <laughs> Um, also, um, if you haven't checked it out already, um, we released a supplement to the DMs Guild of our homebrew resurrection rules. Uh, it is resurrection, uh, a D4 variant rule. They're amazing. Um, and yeah, we'll be back in about 15 to 20 minutes, and we'll get on with the last day before the gala. Yeah. Woo! Welcome to Rock Punch where the gags are aplenty and the shenanigans never stop. Come join the gang on a high-flying adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Wait, 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 who picked this 40s theme? What does this have to do with- Watch the crew as they fumble through the workplace. That was just a little payback for the last year of the emotional turmoil that you've all put me through. Complain about movies? That's the worst movie of this year so far, hands down. Oh, what yeah. What's coming Without a doubt. What's coming? Stream on Twitch. You die. Stop it, okay? I see my best. And so much more. Boredom a part of your day? Well, not anymore. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a ragtag group of misfits who couldn't hold down any other job than this one? It is. So, tune in at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl or watch their videos released every Wednesday on YouTube. Whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I, I don't think- Great! I'm not- Excellent! With entertainment for geeks and gamers, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a jitterbug break and save your money at the soda shop and tune in to Rock Punch. <laughs> Wow, what a time to go to break. Anyways, let's get back to the action. And we're back. Pray. Exciting, second half. Yeah. Uh, 
finishing up to the next day right before the gala. Yes, you all uh, wake up after spending your day talking to um, many of your friends, acquaintances, maybe new allegiances, uh, and start your day back at uh, Troskull Manor. Um, as we get up for the day, assuming all breakfast and breakfast-related activities that we do, um, I gather the group together. Before we make this final push, I would like to know everything that I possibly could about the compound, the Castle Lantern's villa, so to speak. I turn to V and Harold to say, the conversation we had with Starbuckler, we obviously couldn't talk freely. Is there anything you know about the place in particular? Yeah, parties yes. like these, uh, I, I would say V, I would say 99% of the time they're outside, right? Maybe the, the, the balcony above. Yeah, the the party's typically in a, it's not in the main, it's, okay, so their property has like two different buildings. One is for like entertainment people and the other is like, not buildings, I'm sorry, levels. One is for like focused on entertaining people and the other is like their home. <laughs> what do they look like? Uh, um, I'll describe like, I mean, they're okay. like every other there's not a whole lot of difference. Uh, they have. Are they far from the fence? Yeah, like most noble families, they they don't stay close to the fence. Okay. Barring anything, Bavi's right. I mean, like the only the only entertainment will either be it's almost entirely going to be outside, and on the second balcony. So beyond that, that if we were caught inside, it would look strange. I'm just wary about going into a place completely unarmed. No doubt security for this area is going to be tight. And I doubt we can come in wearing armor either. Yeah, oh no, we cannot do that. Hmm. No. I want you to not. think about what we went through with Starbuckler. Now imagine hours of that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. And I... I'm going to fall over somebody. But yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're, their ballroom, the butterfly balcony, and the banquet hall um, are all on the second. Do you know any level. servants who worked there? Yeah, personally? I yeah, I know one, but he thinks my name is Dill right now. Okay, is there any way <laughs> we could get a hold of him? Maybe talk to him, see exactly what we're getting. Wait, into wait, no, he thinks I'm Bill, and he thinks you're Dill. Yeah, this you're is yes. a problem. Yeah, you're Bill, he's Dill. That's, a, that's weird. I was just... A lot of things are weird about what we do, Harold. This is why lying is bad. It only leads to trouble. Like, I was feel... trying to help Voss have a purpose. In any case... Within the group, in the Castellaner's eyes. Oh my god, you I know, guys! I know what you meant. <laughs> I know what you meant. In any case... Would it be possible to perhaps talk to them beforehand, see exactly what we're getting into, maybe get some information? I don't think that... The only They're reason... They're preparing he... for a major party. They're not going to be accepting callers right now. Fair <laughs> enough, but... <laughs> even if they did... Pardon me. Thank you. And even if they did... I'm a key. <laughs> Uh, even if they did let us in, this guy's not personable enough with me that he's going to tell me. I mean, I know. Do the servants live on the estate? 
generally, or they'll live nearby. But usually, I think they're like in a, the guest. I thought they were in that that second house. It, typically, when it comes to help like that, they're either on the the property or on other property they own. Um, as far as in some of the books I found that my father had hidden, the servants had their own quarters that were on the property. It was like the servants' wing. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when it comes to that sort of thing, I mean, like I lived with the Gathalas. So when you think about it from the perspective of like, am I friends with this guy? Yeah. Could we have like cordial conversation? Yeah. Would he do any favors for me? No. We're just coworkers, basically. That's not much. Less favors. than coworkers. Just to know if there's anything in there, know exactly what to expect. I can give you the layout that I know, but I've only been in like two or three rooms because there's no real reason to be in any of the other ones. I mean, majority of the times I've been there is for events, so I know the second level really well. I have been through the first level a decent amount too, just on private matters yeah and it's not like but the i've we honestly thinking. never been to the third level i think that's there all the bedrooms and stuff and then there's this guest house thing mm. that i thought the servants lived in but now that i think about it i've never been in there have i been in there i'm assuming i haven't no you've all, all you've seen is the uh, entry mud room where yeah exactly but like, it's next to the stables that's why i always thought it was like a servant's quarters it could yeah. be it could be uh somewhere they keep out of town guests anything oh, this is me just saying yeah. to harold okay okay <laughs> yeah sometimes i like to hang around the kitchen area because i could sneak the the, the really really nice they had really good tuna sometimes it's I best to do that during like an event if you can because that's when they're like really busy and not always paying attention i may go there to just give the place a once over then if i don't pursue this then it's it's just i can try talking to them but it's gonna look fishy and if something happens and they figure out that there's a body they're gonna be like well that one guy bill was asking a lot of questions boss why don't you just scope it out when we get there it would make perfect sense for you to wander around and look around to see as much as you can. But that much having been said, it's I mean, not, we shouldn't waste free time we have. If he wants to, to get a, a look at the place, it's not like the Castellanders are expecting an assassination. Right, I'm not boss, going to decide. it's So the right. butterfly balcony garden that we were talking about before is on the second level. It is not strange to be out there. It's strange to be on the ground level outside. But not outside, but like... Yeah, it would be strange to be on the ground level... Inside. Uh, inside. Outside is where a lot of the event is going to be as well. Um, I'm sorry, inside. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I thought the whole event was uh, by the ballroom. All right. In any case, does anyone else have any other business today? Just writing letters. Oh, I wanted to go to the field board. It's... I'm, I'm oh, behind. Speaking we of. We also, um, Petunia. Oh, we have to go get a what? dress. Petunia. The first thing we have to do. Garments are unacceptable. For now. So, we'll get you more clothes. Okay. Go ahead, boss. We have to write the letter to the winter's wind first thing. Oh, that's, that's boring. Fine. <laughs> You want to stay to him. 
And Seisha sets the letter she's been writing to the side. What we have said before, essentially, that we we did indeed um, open out. We did indeed check it out. We uh, made an attempt. The guards were too heavy. It appears that there is a leak in your organization. That gets him chasing his tail while we handle our business. Hopefully by the time we meet back up with him, he's still chasing his tail. Correct. Because, because of this, we are going to conduct the assassination at the gala, which we will be attending. Because of the leaks in your organization, we will deliver the body to you. Do we want a day in between this to prepare for this? I would say we would. If if we yeah. can, but like Harold's going to check to see. It would be too hard to try to transport the do we have a, the Well, do we have a timeline? They didn't give us a timeline for this. Yeah, they did. We have to have it done by the end of the 10 day. So I'm not sure what the expectation is. I'd say we can do this the following day after the gala. I think so. Oh, oh. Which would be the last day of the month because cool. it is a leap year and you have shield mate. Yep. Cool. That's it is your we'll saving do. grace. That's when, we'll do, <laughs> that's when we'll do the drop off then one day later. And we ask that he come personally since there has been leaks in his organization, clearly. And that is when we will... And as soon as all yeah, and then we'll have V break his nose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tell him us that we'll choose a meetup as soon as we have the body in our possession. We'll okay. choose some place that will be neutral ground. At which point, we need to immediately inform the Harpers as soon as is possible, as well as the Open Lord, if that's possible. Maybe informing Renair will serve both those purposes. Probably. But that's our plan moving forward. Does anybody have any objections? I think it's a good plan. All right. I'd say we take this time to do everything we can. I don't know if the gal is going to be harrowing, but we also, um, let me go ahead and bring this up. Oh God. Jarlaxle is going to be at the party and he has information on the eye. Right. I wanted to use, he said he would offer us a favor for two of his men. I want to use them for the encounter with the Winter's Wind too. That guarantees that we would need to pay him. We can't afford him. No, no we, this we... was, this was offered to us in exchange for that. Yeah, so before you, before you met us, really, uh, well, it was probably after you met us, but before, anyway, um, yeah, Jarlaxel, we've had a few run-ins with him. He's He's got a great nipple suit. He says, yeah, he's got great nipple suit. It's amazing. In any case, we met him, and in exchange for some of the money that presumably is behind the wall, he's willing to help us. It's an option, not a requirement. But judging by the way he's acting, he really thinks we're going to give him that money. And if we accept help from him, we're basically saying we're going to hand him that cash. And I believe it was 250,000 gold. No, it was 100,000. Uh, oh, just 100,000. Well, that's 100,000 that could go toward the field ward. In a lot of ways, is so, it not going towards the field ward by confirming the rest of the money? This... I, I, no, to be no, to note, I agree. 
my first thought and my first instinct was that's money that should go to the field ward. However, a thought crossed my mind the other night that if if by accepting his help, we guarantee the rest of that money, then it's almost like it went to the field ward anyway. Because it, it was, if without, it, but I think it's only viable if we have no other choice. We shouldn't rely on Jerlaxle if we can help it because as awesome as he is and as great as that suit was, my God, the fact of the matter is that he can't be trusted. He's a pirate. So I think he's expecting the money either way since he's helping us find the eye. I think that, that if we sat, I think that if we sat down and we're like, hey, you decided to do that, bro. This is a man who has great means and who would be just as deadly an enemy as Manchun. I yes. agree. Vanathar. Calling him bro is is. I think it would be. I think the assumption for him is that he's gonna get his money, and I don't see any reason why he shouldn't in reality. Her knowing what Harold knows, if, if the amount of money is right, and it is the amount of money that we think it is, like 500,000, a million gold or something, mm -hmm. 100,000 gone isn't going to really hurt the field ward enough that it, that it can't get its help, right? So uh, another thing that you're forgetting that you know is the reason that Jarlaxle wanted the money was to bribe the open lord to let Luskin into the yeah. lord's alliance. So you can assume either way, 100,000 100, out of 500,000, yes, it's pocket change. But you can also probably assume that Laurel may end up with that 100,000 dragons because that's what he wants to do with it. And, and this was told to you. Yes. When you wait, who would end up with those 100,000 dragons? Like, the open, Laurel. The open oh, so it would just come back to the city anyway. Yeah. 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 You learn that okay, through yeah. a letter that yep. you right. So yeah, and then Harold will say, "Well, wait, yeah, then that makes sense, right?" Yes. Nothing we have ever done has needed to go off without more of a hitch than this. By the end of that day, the Winter's Wind either needs to be captured or dead. One of the two. By the way, Voss, just for future reference, I can rid people of poison. You don't have to have a potion for it. I know, but. We may be separated on this. We often find ourselves in situations where the person who can do the thing is not able to do the thing. I know you always would if the opportunity comes right. up. And it's not out yeah. of like. It's lack an amazing of skill. ability you have, but it's a cheap backup. I just, I just thought in the future to save money. I'm flush with it right now. I don't mind spending it. So we're all in agreement, right? If Jarlaxle gets that money, it goes back to the city anyway. It's just like helping the field ward. And we have the power of one of the most powerful pirates in the world. Trustworthy or not, that's going to that's gonna count for something. Yes. So when we speak with him, we bring him in on this. All right. Whew. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to. Yeah. This is what we've been dealing with. Yeah. This, this shit. This shit. I miss my pants. What? When, when, you know what? No, never mind. Never mind. I can tell you. You don't have to. I've already have I not explained it. the pain? You have, see, sweetie, you have. I'm going to go make a passing glance in the Castellanter estate. I'm not going to do anything, but I want to see it. I'll meet that's you fair. all at the field ward later if that's where you're headed. And I know the three of you are getting a dress. I might just play in the tavern for a while. Okay. If that's what you want to do. I mean... I make money. 
I mean, you know. I'm not going to tell a bard to not be a bard. Speaking of that, Harold, oh, uh, if that is what you are doing, sure. I, I don't. I don't like. They all have plans, and I'm like, I don't really have plans. I can. I can play music. Okay. Let's go. Um. So, go ahead and roll a d100. Oh no. Uh, uh, this will be uh, the accumulated wealth for the tavern over the past month. Okay. Uh, so you, you will be adding uh, 32, because this will actually be accounted for at the end of the shield move. But let's just get it out of the way now. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so uh, D100 plus 32. Uh, 72. All right. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, all right, so you cover all maintenance costs and fees for, for for the month, and you make a profit of a hundred gold. Oh, wow! For playing? No, no. I was about to say. I was the like, tavern. what? The I was tavern. About to say, that makes more sense. I'm like, okay. Uh, the tavern it makes a hundred gold on top of enough to cover all of the dues and maintenance. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, wait, uh, hang on. I gotta write that down. Yep, I, I know you I have, have the, book. the book of, of how much you've invested into the ledger. Um, but, uh, Voss, you, I assume, are getting a carriage, or mm -hmm. do you want to stroll by the Castle Anter Villa? I'll get carriage close carriage up to the point where I can walk a few blocks away, that sort of thing. Yeah, no problem. You don't have to pay for it because you have the seal of the open. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and as you walk by, you see this is working like a step-on anthill. There's just workers everywhere. Uh, there are um, flowers being hung in, uh, across the fence. You can see that the entire place is being decorated the last minute um, last minute touches to prepare for the tomorrow's festival um, you get a glimpse of uh, Lady and Lord Castle Lanterns, but only uh, a quick glimpse as they seem to be swamped with what they're organizing um, there isn't there are guards that are protecting the gate um, and not letting anybody enter the uh, the villa, as there always are. But um... do I see any spot along the gateway? But not now, because it's day. That doesn't look to be watched. That I could perhaps bury a weapon. Uh, you would be if you were to bury a weapon it would still be on the outside gates of the villa and not on the interior would it be within hand reach no no the entire the entire gate it is a like stone wall that goes around damn no. okay 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 it's not a barred yep. gate unfortunately yep okay um are there any tall trees uh there are a couple of uh trees with on the property uh, mm -hmm. hold on. Yep. Are they thick leaved? There is there. 
other than that they're <clears throat> for for their trees there are but you would have to they do not uh they are pruned in a way so that they do not overgrow the fence or the gate um, i'm not looking to are they thick is what i'm saying like if say and this is my plan i were to take my whip throw it into the high branches so it would catch on something could it stay there and not be noticed yeah oh um with if it wasn't being uh transformed for the gala yes, yes. but like, you see people up on ladders hanging decorations in these trees and and along the uh the fence itself yep. okay yeah and I... your, your eye on any other day 100 yes. percent but okay, I make a, I would like to make a quick note of what I could see as being, in case things go super awry, any tree close to the wall that would be mm -hmm. the easiest to escape out of in case this goes... Yes, leading up. up in the south uh, west, uh, west corner, there's a, a tree or group kind of in that little corner of the compound. Yeah, there's a southwest one, and then there's also uh, a southeastern that borders the wall along the... Uh, an alleyway that separates two villas. Okay. I make note of that, and that's all I got. <laughs> hey, um, Petunia, V, can I read you guys some? Oh, wait, sorry. Is, is he done? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming yeah, we there. sent that. Okay, I saw him take a big swig and was like, oh, okay, he's done. And yeah. I was Are like, we... oh, wait, no, he might not. And we sent that letter off. I'm just yeah, assuming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually about to read the letter. Okay. All right. Everybody who's still at the bar, because um, this would have been done in the morning. Okay, so how does this sound? We attempted to sail the vessel you offered us yesterday. However, it proved to be a doomed voyage. It appears your ship has some leaks. As you are a busy man, we will see you salvaging the trip. We plan to take the ship out on midsummer and deliver it back to you on shield meet. We will let you know where we plan to dock later in the week once our plans for the voyage have been finalized. Is for me? Uh, that work? seems cryptic and coded enough. Okay. Well, then I guess we'll send it off then. And okay. Sasha will fold up the paper bird. Uh, who do you address? And I guess she writes the winter's wind. Okay. That's the only thing she knows to address it to. Yeah, and, uh, and she sets it out. All right, and it flies away. Um, you all get a dress for Petunia. Seisha pays for it um, as, a, as a gesture of friendship, but we'll describe dresses when we get to the gala. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> so you have a little while to think about what you would like to wear. But you all gather once again and head towards the field ward. Some to train a growing guard, some to teach the knowledge of Faerun, some with the hopes of starting a library, but all always ever present on the search and eradication of the illegal narcotic that grants users manipulation over the weave called Harrow Dust. In your journey, you stop by to notice the endeavors of the ill matter priests struggling to construct a useful medical facility out of the detritus, haphazard buildings that occupy the area. 
the wheelchair-bound pain bearer and current arch sufferer, sister of El Mater, Arpita Padi, greets you warmly and informs you of their progress. The decreased activity of those suffering from the afflictions of the narcotics, as well as introducing you to the aid provided by the traveling monastery of Yandala. You converse over conversions, construction from abandoned buildings in the field ward, and relocation options in order to add a library to the area. She informs you she is a healer, not a contractor, but it would be wise to converse with the Carpenters Guild and the Scriveners and Scribes and Clerks Guild. You learn that in order to build a suitable Athenium with a sturdy and safely built or refurbished building, plus outfitting it with a good amount of books and a person to run it will cost a startup of around 300 gold for a pretty shitty building and 500 gold for a decent building. A lot of the work would be contracted out of the field ward workers with carpenter guilds, foremans, and supervisors. The rest of you continue to train your growing band of watchmen and bully blades. You notice progress in their learning of your guerrilla battle tactics, and more importantly, their ability to work as a team. You learn that a few have quit because their bodies couldn't take the abuse or the stress it requires to continue in this profession, but your numbers haven't dwindled. You notice Gret is tough on the lot and treats them like soldiers training for war. You also notice him implementing wild goblin ambush tactics into some of the battle plans. Overly complicated, very situational, yet amusing. One reminds you of rat tunnels as you see a sketch that looks like a uh, dissected anthill and a drawing of a man with what looks to be a patch of earth as a hat. Oh, I hope that's earth. I will attempt to enlighten. I'm telling you, all you gotta do, you just, you just, you dig a hole, you, you duck down, we got tunnels under the field ward, I mean, it'll only take like, I mean, a couple, maybe a year, a couple years, really, to really get it working, but once it's there, you're gonna thank me. You're gonna be like, Greg, I'm so glad you had this idea. Man, I, you know, I'm gonna triple your salary. Harold's gonna now. turn to Voss, and his hat has turned into a mound of dirt, and he's like, it sounds like a great plan to me. This guy gets it! <laughs> I will speak to Greg momentarily and just attempt to dissuade him from increasingly tunnels, digging tunnels or tunnel-based plans, <laughs> perhaps to something more practical. But other than that, I do not interfere with his okay. training. <laughs> so through your training and, and talks, you learn of something that fills you with joy. When Grecht and the hodgepodge of others tell you about the harrow dust in the field war, you've learned that it is harder to find and it still exists, but they tell you that over the past two days, the influx of use and distribution has gone down tremendously. Hmm. I... Wonderful. Boss is thinking, what have you noticed that's changed exactly? It's just, most places that we knew that to hit, it was just, it's not there anymore. Like, like it's good. I mean, I, I feel like we're doing good. We're patrolling, we're, you know, they know we're out there. We know we got the, I mean, you know, we're the bully field god and we're gonna make people know that we're the bully field god. So we're gonna come out there and we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna kick them to shins if they selling stuff and then I'm gonna uppercut the nuts. Gotcha. Hi, That's kind of like army, BFGs. What a coincidence. Yeah, that's funny. I am 
I think you're doing a great job, Greg. Uh, don't you, Voss? Yes. Yeah, you are doing an excellent job. Inwardly, Voss is thinking, why the sudden shift? And hoping that it's simply because their presence there has increased. I, I, I mean, Harold's going to nudge him in the arm and be like, this is a good thing. They're successful. You're doing good. great. Yeah. I go to Greg. Keep your ears open for anything else. I'm glad this change is starting to occur, but do not do not rest easy. This may be the beginning of something else. Keep your ears and your eyes open at all times. Uh, if, you ever, if you ever need help uppercutting someone in the nuts, I'm your guy. I mean, you got to get really, I mean, unless it's like, you know, like, you know what, never mind, it's fine. And I, he just turns around. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and before you all leave, uh, a band of like five men just dogpile V as they try their guerrilla tactics that you tried to attempt to teach them last time. But yeah, they're all just hanging <laughs> off of her. I'm just like, I'm Little arms out can. with them hanging <laughs> off of me, like, um, maybe next time, guys. Wiggle them off of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to run over to Petunia and be like, hey, how's the library? What, what, what are the, what's the news? Well, I'm, I'm trying to, to figure out costs right now. I, I It's kind of a matter of, of how to budget things. Now, see, I really, I can only afford sort of the rudimentary one right now, but I'm, I'm thinking that maybe I could we could add on sort of how renovations much, the further we go how along. How much is it? Well, it's either, it's a difference between 300 and 500. I'll throw in with you. Oh, I, I'll kick in. Are you sure? Yeah. It's a group I have, effort, I, right? I have, I can do the 300. Oh yeah, that's all, I mean, like, that's over half. Well, I mean, it was my idea. Why don't you do 250 and I'll do 250. Well, why don't you do 250 and then we'll split 250 between us? Because this was your idea and I know you want to kind of head it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank uh, you. All right. And I'll high five Seisha and then I will lean down and high five Petunia. Uh, yeah, all right, team, team library. Library. The only place they don't like me because I can't stay quiet. You know, they don't like me either. Because you can't stay quiet. It's a place <laughs> um, of reading and, and, and They learning. should have like magic bubble stuff because people who like books do magic stuff. So therefore it's their own fault for not having their own silence magic bubble stuff. You, you, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yep, it's true. I know. <laughs> well, you know, manners are a little bit cheaper than that. Oh, oh, oh. Sometimes oh. you're just trying to communicate. Yeah, you know, we we communicate at a louder decibel than most people because we uh, are loud. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Did I ever tell you about the time that V almost burned down the font of knowledge? We should probably. Oh yeah, that was around. a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It didn't burn. With. You can almost like hear Petunia's heart crack in half at the sound of that. It wasn't <laughs> going to burn. It's full of magic it's people. Full of paper. Full of magic paper and people. No, <laughs> not all books are magical. V. Magical V. That the was a good. Are in the restricted time. section. I don't know, man. Uh, magic people go there. 
so you're magic um, you're magic you go there you love books Vinley, very magic very loves books yeah like twice yeah but see other people go the library's for everyone the fun is for all have they collected any more harrow dust uh they have not in the past two days since you've uh, been here last um which is when you proposed that to Grek, he went yeah. full force into it, and that's when they started noticing. Uh, not only was their presence pushing them away, but it was really, really effective. Awesome. Um, Petunia, I'll say this. Uh, <clears throat> the sinking feeling that you have in your heart right now, uh, in your throat, is they are almost jovially uh, talking about burning down one of the greatest libraries in all of yeah. <laughs> of Faerun, uh, and definitely the greatest library within Waterdeep, there's, it reminds you of something that you felt um, throughout the couple of, past couple of days. Uh, especially when you've been around the rest of the BFG so often. And that is um, when you manipulate the weave, or change a moment of deja vu as you twist fate, uh, you feel a weird, you felt a weird chill run down your neck. Um, it, it was almost as if uh, the wind changed or the energy in the air sunk and became heavy for a moment. And um, it felt like what, like a hundred eyes were on you and everyone around you. As similar to the feeling you get in the presence of the Blackstaff Tower. Just uh, it now. Was, no, 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 just whenever you use portent, ah. uh, you've noticed. Uh, that when you manipulate uh, time, I guess, a little way to change fate, uh, it lingers for a moment, but then uh, uh, causing the world around you to be drawn into silence. But it's only for a moment, and then it fades. But it's similar to the feeling that you have right now, thinking about the church being burned down. Speaking of portent, um, I made my two new rolls because the next day, yep. um, for the record, they are six and eight. Okay. All right. Offensive. <laughs> Got it. All right. All right. All right. And two tens. And I know. with the last day before the grand Castellanter Midsummer Gala coming to a close, the summer sky, a confetti of thin stringy ripples of clouds cut waves through the myriad of colors in the fading golden sky. Heavy shadows lurch across the cobblestone streets as you make your way back into the city proper, only a 10 to 15 minute walk back to your home. What is everyone's surface thoughts? Let's start with uh, Petunia. Um, she's probably still very excited about the library, so she's like, I'm going to make a library. I'm going to be a librarian. I am a librarian. <laughs> v. Oh yeah, you're a librarian. <laughs> yeah. What is your surface thought? Surface thoughts. Oh my <laughs> god! I just realized Petunia's a librarian. I just told her I must bring down a library. I forgot. I should get her a book, I guess. Boss. The Harrow Dust isn't being in a field war anymore. That means they've changed the place. If it's being pushed out, that means it's somewhere else. So where is it going now? Seisha. 
Um, Seisha has been kind of preoccupied today, and her surface thoughts are on uh, the trying to figure out where the next murder is going to happen. Okay. Harold. The Rose ever found this place, he'd kill every single person in it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and as you all cut through Windborne Way and Tower March, just north of Serdun Street, the connecting street of Trollskull Alley, something dire catches your eye, Petunia, and only your eye, as your heart sinks into your stomach. Laid out in the street, but only to your eyes, you see five fallen forms. Rose, Marigold, your mother Greta, your father Reginald, and even the youngest twins, Daisy and Lily. Their forms lifeless and strewn across the street like broken and twisted marionettes. Your breath nearly escapes your lungs as you look for words but find nothing and only a heavy lead that swells in your stomach that seems to bloat your body with liquid as it begins to swell within your eyes. You take a few wandering steps away from the rest of the group, silently as your hand slips momentarily away from Harold's. You all look back to see Petunia on the verge of emotional breakdown, confused as you see nothing but an empty city street. A single horse-drawn carriage rides by as you notice a fountain roundabout dividing the pathway of tightly packed townhomes. Suddenly, Petunia, you see your family all start to convulse and writhe as they stand on their heads list slowly in your direction. Their gaze locks with you as you stare into the deep, starry, fully black pupilless pits. Their bodies violently contort and convulse as they turn into Arrow spawn aberrations fueled by the nightmares you've heard the others talk about. At each end of the tendrils are tiny, sharp, razor-like rows of teeth that come swimming out uh, from each of their bodies as they erupt into a swarm of kippers that attack you. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, who is messing with our Petunia? I don't know, but they gotta die. They gotta die horribly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I will reiterate, the only thing you yeah. all see is- Her freaking Petunia, out. Yeah, Petunia, Petunia's being, being extremely distraught. That'll be, is this a bit, is this against being frightened or something else? Add three to it. Uh, it, it is, it is, it would be considered a frightened condition. So okay. you have advantage on this. Sweet. And add three. Three, okay. <sighs> 11. Okay. Wow, with the three with advantage? Uh, I rolled a, an, a, a a seven and a three. <laughs> Yikes. Oh. Wait, wasn't one of your portents higher? I don't think it's going to matter. Is I, you know, I don't oh, think it will be. Okay, yeah, no. Um, you scream out in pain as you feel like your body's being ripped asunder once again, like you were underwater from the hundreds of quippers now tearing at your flesh. Uh, you all see Petunia scream out, but see nothing affecting her. Harold starts freaking out. They should rush <laughs> over, and I'm going to use lay on hands on her for five, thinking okay. maybe she's poisoned. So, pause. Yep. Okay. You're going to take 17 points of psychic damage, Petunia. Okay. okay. You're healed five. No. Nope. Five okay. to cure poison. Oh, five Doesn't to cure poison. Heal. That's right. 
Uh, it does not cleanse away. Um, you are considered frightened, just so you know. Um, and, oh, no, go back to that for me real quick. Uh, and at the, uh, end. Okay, okay, got it. Uh, <clears throat> and you run over, you try and cleanse her of poison. You know she is not poisoned. Harold, okay. you run over to consult her. And as you are all around her uh, and with Boss and V staring on, I'm assuming trying to look at what is affecting. I am knowing that those two, if there's anything wrong with her, is taking care of her. I look around for anybody that's attacking us from a distance or anything like that. Must be the work of an enemy stand. Yeah. Sure. Uh <laughs> as you all approach Petunia, you hear an unnerving, unearthly sound of a deep sucking howl almost too deep in pitch and soft in tone to be audibly perceived more so than felt. The shadows around you seem to bend in space and time as a cold black crackling arcane fog tears through reality behind you. Pulling its way out of a sharp corner of the two-door uh, mansion is a nightmarish creature two to three times the size of a horse that begins to warp your mind. Emerging through this rip in reality, is a gaunt, long, spindly-limbed quadruped with huge, soulless, multiple empty eye sockets, like a thousand divots across its cranial skin, and a toothy maw that echoes sharp-like shark -like teeth that line the edges of its long, lashing, hollow, proboscis tongue. A splitting headache of static races and rattles through everyone's mind, akin to the feeling of a thousand needles in your arms after it falls asleep if it were a cacophonous shrill screech only you could hear. In a language you have all heard before but do not understand except for Petunia, you hear in your mind. Hunt, prey, found, here. I need everybody to roll sanity checks, please. Oh my God. Jesus. Do we add three to this or does this not count? It you does. Do. You do add three to this. Yay. Awesome. And that's with our wisdom modifiers. It is your wisdom plus it is the average of your wisdom and intelligence modifier. Thank you. Rounded down. Sweet. Oh hell yeah. Okay. All right. This is good. Yeah, I think I'm good. Jesus. Oh. Okay. Thank you, D and D Beyond. Thank All right. D &D Beyond. Yeah. Harold, what'd you get? Uh, twenty-two. All right. Oh, I didn't get that. Boss. Seventeen. V. Well, so then, you cut out. Oh, 15. 15, all right. Petunia. Would my luck stone apply to this? Yeah, it's okay, a plus then, one. Uh, 14. Yep. Is that with the plus three? Yes. Okay. okay. Bam. Thank yeah. you. 21. All right. Petunia, I need you to roll me a d100. Could I... Oh no, I guess I couldn't. It would, it's not a reaction. Never mind. I can only do that negatively. Oh, Petunia's getting thrown into the fire. Ninety-four. <laughs> like us. Okay. Cat is unhappy. Who <laughs> your cat? Uh, the ch chat is unhappy. Oh, about chat. Petunia. Yeah, chat is very unhappy. Uh, I was okay. like, is it the? And no. you all watch Petunia scream out in pain as she then just 
becomes that stoic statue void of all emotion that you've seen happen to be yeah. multiple times. That's Her eyes that. glossy and like a thousand yard stare. Petunia, everything around you slowly turns black. And in the distance, you see stars begin to form all around you as if you are suspended in space itself, far away from a beer or from Toral. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you notice as these eyes or these stars begin brighter and brighter that they're not stars at all. They are a thousand eyes peering into you as you hear for the first time a voice call your name a void a voice from the void and i need everybody to roll initiative yep 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 Woof. oh good the map good, good. oh it's map fuck Of course I am. <laughs> uh, Did you go first? <laughs> possibly. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Depends on how well y'all roll. I did pretty good. Aisha, what'd you get? I got a 19. Okay. Nice. I rolled Boss. a 20. Boss, what'd you get? 21. Okay. Harold. 13. B. 17. Petunia. Dirty 20. Hey, you're high up there. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll... Not that it matters right now. Well, maybe you'll kick yourself out of it faster. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know if that's how that works. Oh, this is... Uh, Alright. Uh, two seconds. Uh... Oof. Oof, oof, oof. So, welcome to the Void Club, Petunia. <laughs> Are there jackets? Um, yeah, I'm getting some commissioned. <laughs> They're pink. Uh, so, yeah. as you see this thing peel itself away, moving straight towards your group, uh, almost within touching distance to you, it is about... 10 feet away from you, but within five feet of V. What do you do, boss? All right. So seeing this thing, I move up around behind to get in flanking position with it. Um, not in flanking position with it, but just prepare for a flanking position. That way no one else has to move that far. Um... Yeah, as far as I can get behind it. Right there. there we go. Yeah, that way, I'm there. Um, if that just took the movement, attack, attack. Okay. Uh, two rapiers out. All right. Um. So, let's see how this works. Seventeen to hit. Seventeen just hits. I see. Turn it off right. I see. 
Uh, that's a pretty damn good roll, though, at the same time. 29 points of damage. Right. Oh, man. Do they have to roll on the wounding table? Yep. They would. Yep. Except as you plunge your rapier deep into it, um, you're, there's this sickly, sticky substance that splashes onto you uh, and clings to your clothes and face. Um, nothing happens at this point, but when you pull the rapier out, you see the wound already begin to start to close. Um, you have done full damage. I'm just letting you know that the massive damage will not work on Correct. this creature. Okay. Do I feel like as I get this stuff on me, it's going to affect me? It Right now, it does not seem to burn. It does not seem to have anything. Um, it is hard to see. Okay. I will continue to attack then. Okay. Um, second rapier attack. Uh, that's an 18, so that'll hit. Yep. And that's an additional four points of damage. Nice. And that's my turn. Again, hit it, and more of this ichor splashes onto you as you cut into it and pull it back. Um, you hear it reach out again, the static that races through your mind. <laughs> Pray here now. Not understand what it says. Yep, Petunia, you still hear it, even yep. trapped in the. <laughs> yep. Um, and it is your turn, Petunia. As you sit in this void, looking over the just absolute darkness of eyes overlooking you, the name calling you out. You will yourself. Your last thing you saw was your family. And as the black inkiness begins to peel back, you see the hand of your sister, Marigold, reaching towards you. I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. Damn. Again, you have advantage on this, and you have plus three. two fours, so I am going to use my eight. So that will make it an twelve. 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 Okay. Still. Maybe. You watch as she reaches you. Hold on. I just want to make sure you added the plus three from Seisha. Yes, he did. Okay. Damn. Uh, The hand reaches out as the inky blackness fades as you find yourself once again standing in the streets. Uh, the effect of the, of the sanity has worn off, but you're still under the effects of whatever this is as the hands wrap around your throat and begin to squeeze the life out of you. Uh, <clears throat> you take 24 points of psychic wound. There's one away from the wound. Is this damage visible on her in any way? It is not. <clears throat> no, like bleeding out of the nose or anything? Uh, no, you just, uh, what you do see is that she goes from that catatonic state, snaps out of it, back into screaming, and then, like, she's choking. Shit. It definitely feels like she is interacting with something that you do not feel, you do not see, you do not hear. <clears throat> Great. Uh, 
Got it. Yeah. Uh, and next up, um, all right. So as Petunia, that's your turn. Uh, just so you know. Um, and suddenly flying down from above, you see large leathery bat-like wings protrude from the form of gaunt ar uh, creatures with arched backs. They're twisted bipedal creatures that seem nearly humanoid. If it weren't for the small worm-like tentacles seething at their abdomen, their grotesque blank faces look like waxy black paper thin stretched across an otherworldly featureless skull that continues into large black ringed springbok antelope-like horns. In one's arms is the form of a shallow-skinned fishman whose amphibious skin looks to both sag and cling to his form. He looks towards you with a large, bulbous, tight, dilated, glossy octopus eyes and a slack-jawed, toothy maw of an angular fish. His gills on his neck flare as he reaches towards you with a outstretched, forth-webbed hand as his other, a tentacle that writhes wildly behind him. The other silent gaunt creature lands atop a nearby roof and unfurls its wings to reveal in its clutching and pallid ghostly a pallid, ghostly, silvery, gray-skinned, goat-like creature, eight feet tall, spindly, digigrade legs atop its featureless face, extend two sets of massively long, thinned horns that reach out and curve down with spiral hooked in. Does that look vaguely familiar from the thing we saw in a beer? Yep. And you recognize uh, the first thing from the ship. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, and that thing is dropped off right uh, in front of you. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, that is that. Uh, it is now on to Stacia. It's your turn. Awesome. Uh, Stacia's going to turn to Harold and just say, "Can can you take care of Petunia?" I can try. Okay. And she is going to attack the frog guy in front of her. Or actually, no. Uh, yeah, she'll take care of the frog guy in front of her. So okay. she's going to attack him. Okay. That is, what is that? Oh, that's a P, that's a crit <laughs> and a miss. Okay. The and crit will hit. What, crit. no, hold on. <clears throat> what is your miss, a natural one? Uh, no, it's an what? eight. Okay. Yes, that makes sense. So, yeah, it's a 13 total. Oh, no, wait, uh, 13 to hit? Yeah. 13 hits. Oh, wow. oh Never cool. assume, always tell them the number. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm used to not hitting. So let's see. That oh. on the smite is going to be. The aquatic creature. We've seen these before. That's going to be nine like, points have... of physical damage. And. One of the creatures that nearly killed Seisha on the way yes. to Waterdeep. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that's going to be four times eight is... 32. 32 plus... 43, 41, 47, 50 even for the crit. Uh, in a single blow as this thing lands in front of you, flashbacks to the boat on water, like on your way to Waterdeep for the very first time, freshly out of the library monastery where you grew up, you see this creature land, and without even missing a beat, you swing your longsword across as the it ignites in the scroll text of Agma as it slams across its head, decapitating it from its body as it nice. begins to 
ooze and melt into a goopy black tar substance. Sweet. She turns and points to her sword at the one on the roof. You're next. Love it. And bonus action, she's casting Shield of Faith on herself. Uh, okay, bonus action, Shield of Faith, got it. Uh, next up is it. All right. Uh, you watch as the by the, the quadrupedal creature turns and you watch as the one of the holes that you stabbed through it with your rapier completely close up and seal. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, as it turns, it is going to lash out at you, boss. Uh, it reaches out and claws at you twice, raking down onto you. A 26 to hit and a 15 to hit. It miss. Okay. Uh, as it does that, it hits you with these over-long, almost human-like hands, elongated fingers coming from it as it rakes across you with its claws, as its head whips towards you, V. The tongue lashes out and wraps around you. The entire length of this tongue is serrated with shark-like teeth as it wraps around you and cuts into you, attempts to cut into you. Uh, a 16 to hit? Yeah, it hits. Uh, Voss, the claw that rake into you do uh, 12 points of slashing damage and one point of poison damage. Okay, I will uncanny dodge that. Okay. V, you are going to take 10 points of uh, piercing damage. As it lashes into you, you feel as though a part of you is sucked out from existence. You are also going to take four points of necrotic damage, and your maximum hit points are reduced by that four. Ah, shit. Okay. Seeing you on both sides, it then looks towards where it uh, came from as the area around begins to crackle again with this arcane smoke as it then slips through a sliver of space and time oh, through the corner of uh, uh, through the corner of the the building uh, without provoking an attack of opportunity. It is that was gone. My next question. Yep. Shit. Well, that ain't good. Harold, it's your turn. Okay, I can't heal on a main action, and I can't. But she doesn't look hurt, right? She's making noises like she's hurt, but she doesn't look hurt. Uh, physically, no. But you can see, like, she's clawing at her throat right now, as some as if something is is there. Right. You can hear okay. her screams. Yeah, you can see the look of pain on her face, but there is no physical wounds. Yeah. Okay, so Harold is going to assume that it's an illusion, um, but he knows that illusions can hurt just as much as a normal thing can. 
So I'm going to kneel down in front of her and place both my hands on her shoulders and Harold's trying his very best not to panic. And he's going to say, Tunya, I, I, I know something's happening to you right now, but you need to listen to me. You're stronger than it is. And I need you to steal your mind and focus, focus for me. You're going to pull yourself out of this right now. And I'm going to give her bardic inspiration. Awesome. And then I'm going to look up. Is that eight foot tall thing still visible? Oh yeah, it, it, it is. That is one of the uh, satyrs that you saw on a beer. Yep, and you see um, it is on the roof uh, directly. So I'll kind of point. So it's up here, kind of behind you. On Within 120 feet, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Harold lifts the knife and does like this, and it splits into two, and he's going to fling with an Eldritch Blast. Awesome. Uh, here we go. Two Eldritch Blasts coming right up. The first one is a 17 to hit, and the second one is a nine. No, I'm sorry, an 11. 11 will miss, but a 17 will hit. Okay, and... All right, sweet. Um, He will take 11 points of force damage. Got it. Uh, you watch as it... that you throw your dagger as it goes. It splits. One kind of goes a little wide. The other one sinks directly into it and shatters. As it does, it reforms back in your hands. As you look, as it just immediately whips its head to you, you watch as the winged silent back creatures just perch like gargoyles they watching. Watch. They don't move. They make no flight. They just, their featureless faces down towards you. You watch uh, the uh, satyr then lurch forward as it then Do you have a, you, do you want to make a move action or are you going to yeah. stay next to Petunia? Uh, no, I'm staying next to Petunia. Okay, yeah. All right. Okay. Lurch forward as it climbs over the edge and like uh, like a spider just rapidly climbs down the wall, um, not actually digging into it to climb. It just unnaturally slips across the wall as it then gets low and forms uh, to the ground and stands before you. Uh, it goes to, it makes it to Voss. Uh, you're a little bit further away, but it comes as it comes down that wall as it leans and comes up to you. Uh, uh, Mosca, it is going to come up and actually hit you with its horns as it's going to gore you. Well, that's just rude. Uh, 15 to hit? MS. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, you see it. You bring both rapiers down, crossing it in front of you as you catch the horns, keeping it from you, and push it back down uh, as it then moves, and that is its turn. You do see that wound that was leaking this black blood slowly begin to close up. Uh, V, it is your turn. Alright, so V rages. Okay. Oh, here we go. And runs towards to attack the the dude, the thing. The satyr? Mm -hmm. All right, so as you let out this roar, you watch as three of your ancestors low and two others come out of you as the Bedrock Clan stands around you looking at this threat, knowing what's at stake as they move to protect your family and you charge forward. All right, first one's 26 to hit. Yep. Next one's 14. Both hit. Yeah, sweet, put sweet. in the damn. Yeah. 
All right, so that is gonna be. It's about to get barbaric. Hold on, I gotta select open. the rage thing. It's gonna get Okay, so that's nine damage for the first, and then eleven for the next. That was uh, what was the first one? I got the eleven. The first one was nine. Nine. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you come down, bringing the Bahir blade down. You actually cut all the way down into the torso as you pull it out, as and you hear this sickening pop as this black, blood-like liquid just seeps out of it as you bring it back, coming back, and again, burying it into the other side, kind of halfway into the stomach. As you pull out, you see whatever the entrails of this creature is begin to spill out as it makes no sound, as it just looks at you. And in your mind, you hear. So I will mention really quick that I noticed that when I rolled the damage, it didn't include the rage damage. Okay. So just add four more points of damage. Okay. And and as it does this, you look back and you notice that where you came down the first time and the second time was enough. And you watch as the first part of it, actually like a pie, dislodges and slides down as it falls apart. Oh shit. Wait. Okay, cool, because those four points matter. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. That brings us to top of the round, Voss. I... So as, as you do this, you feel this burning, stinging pain that seeps into your skin. You take one point of poison damage. Can I uncanny dodge that to half a point? You cannot. Damn. <laughs> Unfair. Um, so I don't see I this mean, you thing. can't go down. <laughs> this game is bullshit! This crap! You can't really um, dodge something that's already on you. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Um, I don't see this thing anywhere, correct? You do not. Okay. And Flying Boy seems to be perched up there. Um, knowing I can't reach that and knowing probably be best to leave that to the rangers um i sheathe one rapier uh left-handed rapier in my offhand pull out whip um i'm gonna move closer to the fountain okay um a little bit closer to the group like say about i'm gonna move who's in the blue dress sorry that's Harold's coat. I'm, okay. I'm in the blue dress. He's in the blue dress. All right. Harold is in the blue dress. I move closer <laughs> to pretty pretty Harold. Um, uh, and yeah, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold action if that thing reappears uh, within five or ten feet of me. Okay. Take a shot at it, and that's okay. Okay. hold an attack action. That's all I can do right now. Got it. Uh, and just to kind of give note of the map, the uh, other side that is flat, but you see there's like a uh, geometric shape. That's other buildings on the other side. Uh, okay. Just, you know, for camera angles, sure. we made it just a flat thing. But those are actually buildings, uh, just so you know. Gotcha. Uh, all right, yeah, so uh, you ready in action to attack? Uh, you're about 10 feet behind Harold. Okay. All right. Uh, That's fairly good radius. Uh, Petunia, you are next. Again, as you, you sit there, you watch as Marigold has her arms around you. You watch as... Uh, the twins come up and you watch as they've actually become conjoined as they have begun to merge together, but the center where they're going is a row of teeth as a mouth has formed itself. I need you 
you do have an action. You're not stunned right now. Yep. So, that is okay. Um, I'm 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 looking to see if there's any immediate, like close enemies around us. It's it's hard to tell from the angle of the map. I apologize. Uh, the only thing that you see are the two gargoyle-like creatures on uh, top of the building up here. Did she get conked out of the vision? Uh, no. Okay. She's just not stunned anymore. That's what from the sanity. That's why she couldn't act last turn. She's oh, still so frightened. You're okay. still in the frightened condition, so you're still terror of what you're seeing in front of you. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't take away your action. Yeah. The stun okay. was uh, from weak. failing the sanity check. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Okay. Um. Uh, does that so does that mean I cannot attack because I'm frightened? You can attack. You just okay. attack at disadvantage. Thank you. Okay. Um. And they are likely more than 15 feet away from me, I assume. They are. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can always cast spells. That's not an attack. Well, yeah, that's, that's. let's see, 15 feet, 15 feet. They're about 60. Uh, the closest one is 60 feet from me. Okay. Um, I doubt, I have this feeling sleep will not work on them. Um, but I suppose I can certainly try. Actually, um... Sure, I will try and cast sleep on on those things. Why not, right? Why we, not? Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the gargoyles have to take breathers. Who knows? Um, is right, the one still standing next to me, or is that one gone? No, that, that was be... the one that stood right in front of you. Uh, yeah. Oh, was on the, the fish guy? He got dropped off. It, the the bat-like creature never got close enough for you to attack. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's you, another you, fish guy there? No, no. no you, 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 you decapitated that guy. Okay. But yeah. he's okay. gone. So the, the mini satyr, is, is superfluous. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the satyr okay. came down the building, got demolished that's, that's by what B. Was me. Okay. And yeah. then the only thing left is the two bat like creatures yeah. uh, perched on the, the roofs. Okay. Okay. And I'll uh, be casting this at fifth. Oh, it's not Jesus. Third level. Okay. <laughs> um, Sorry. I don't have fifth so. level. That's not something I have. Um, I've been out. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Um, so that means... <laughs> she just, like, busts out cloud kill. I'm just like, going to use d Beyond for this. <laughs> Sometimes you need a cloud to kill things. Two, three, four, five. And you got cloud kill. <laughs> d Beyond. Wow, d no. Beyond. <laughs> oh, man. Gas attacks are fast, man. 98s, I believe, total at third level. So here we go. That's water deep, baby. That's water deep, baby. <laughs> oh my lord, that's a lot of ones. But uh, 34. Okay. You watch as the magic erupts as you take out. You're trying not to look at your family members as you close your eyes and you look and you wave your yellow feather as it goes and you watch as the magical effects of the sand as it sprinkles across the area, as it washes over him. He watches this creature just turns and tilts its head towards you. Okay, well, we know something now. Yep. And at the, uh, are you gonna move? Are you gonna stay there? Uh, she's gonna stay with the group. <laughs> and you watch as you look back at the group and you catch the twins again as they 
bodies have completely conjoined. The entire centers of their bodies are now is now a, a jagged mouth as it l- l- lurches towards you. I need you to make one more. I need you to make another wisdom save. I feel like I need to make a wisdom save after that description. Oh, for, God. Yeah. <laughs> She's the only and, one that can see it. I know, thankfully, but Katie needs to make one. Plus three inspiration. At advantage or disadvantage? You have advantage because okay. you are, it is a frightened condition. You also have plus three because Seisha. You also and, have inspiration. Oh, finally. Um, that'll be a dirty 20. Nice. Yes. With that, uh, it goes to bite, but you close your eyes. You listen to Harold. You find reality and it washes over you as it fades away knowing that it is not real as the illusion of phantasmal killer has washed away damn is that what I'm doing to people I'm a bad person way to go uh, and that is that is your turn uh, oh right. uh, and it is now Yay! Seisha is going, she kind of crouches down and then she uses radiant soul and the wings erupt from her back and she pushes off the ground and she is going to start flying after the one in the air. Get him! On the balcony of the, of that, uh, okay. Little uh, building. Unless you want to dash, dash. take the dash. Oh yes, uh, yeah. I'm using uh, everything. Your radiant soul is an action. Oh, it is an action. Yeah. 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 So, so that's as far as you can get. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it, you are twenty feet under okay. it right now. And uh, she is going to just yell at it. Hey, you want a problem? You got one. And it looks at you. Mm-hmm. Um and. It is now, okay. Hold on. Ooh, tension. So there is something moving around in my attic and this is not the fight to have things creepy Ooh. in your attic. Uh, merging Dire from- raccoon. Merging from- <laughs> um, Your trash is mine, woman. <laughs> All your garbage has belonged to me. Yes. <laughs> That's not a bad exchange. Okay. So, um, pulling itself out of a ripple. Oh, shit and the archway of this bridged roof. You see it claw its way out. Yep, just so you can see it better (laughs) there on camera. Yeah, pulls its way out of the the precipice, the arch of the roof uh, as it rips through uh, this reality and it looks at Seisha. Uh, And we need you uh, to... Uh, Seisha, I need you to make me, I believe it is a wisdom save huh? at disadvantage. Ooh. Oh, dear. Look, buddy. That's a 16? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Um, 
as it does, you actually watch as it kind of creeps up and looks in your t- direction, its tongue bringing down and kind of twirling around. And for a moment, you feel your eyes shift black and your wings start to morph into tentacles as you close your eyes and will it back into mist as your eyes go back to the gold. Oh, no, you don't. Uh, as you felt your entire body quell up and seize for just a moment, but you were able to overcome it. Harold, it is your turn. Uh, I Can I get within 30 feet of that thing on the roof? Uh, you cannot. that's simply because it is like 40 to 50 feet up in right. the air. I can fix that. I can fix that right the hell now. Um, I'm going to cast fly on myself using Das Accordion. Okay. Um, if I use that, can I still use Healing Word as a, as a bonus action? I don't think I can, can I? Uh, you can because you used the spell from an item. That was... Oh. So it is not a spell from your nice. memory. So since it is from an item, you can then use a bonus action to cast the higher. Yes, then I will use my bonus action to cast Healing Word at third level on um, Petunia. And you will heal, thank you D&D Beyond, 14 points of uh, damage. And he's going to play the first few notes of her favorite song. And then he, and she heals at the same time he starts flying. And my move is now to going to be to get myself to a point where I can like be within 30 feet of it. As a matter of fact, if I have a fly speed of 60, I don't need to be within 30 feet yet because I can get within 30 feet if I need to. So I will fly, but I will keep myself away from them within 60 feet so that I can get back to them if I need to. Push about right. Yeah, that's fine. So you're about, you're about. 40 feet from either one of them. Rock on. Okay. Uh, Alright. So, with that, we have, it is now one of the uh, gargoyle creatures is uh, going to fly towards you, Harold. The one that Seisha talked to as it looks down at her and then towards you flying uh, towards this large hound-like creature. And... Go to you. Does an 18 hit. It would if I didn't shield. Okay. Yeah, the last second you throw up as this purple ethereal mass comes up 
and kind of catches the claw as it comes at you. You see it like rear back both claws as it's almost coming in to hug you. And you see those writhing tendrils uh, on its stomach just slam up against this arcane shield of a mask. Rock on. B, you watch as this one swoops down and comes after you. Uh, as it comes down, you actually watch as you bring up the Bahir blade, and at the same time, Lo brings her axe up as it blocks the claws coming down as well. Also trying as it comes swoop, swooping in, arms outstretched with the wings, the tendrils writhing in towards you, reaching out to you but you block it. As I'm assuming a nine does not make your armor class. <laughs> no, it does not. Uh, and with low aiding you, uh, it is now your turn. All right, well, I I whack it. Yeah, yeah, it's right I there in front of you. whack. So, whack. Uh, yeah. First whack is a 17. 17 hits. Next whack. Is a nine. Nine will not. All right. Ah, oh, come on. An eight for that, for that whack. It's an, it's an eight. It's an eight whack. Got it. Uh, the first uh, cut as uh, Lo helps you block, then spins in uh, the great axe. She then catches the back end of your blade and rakes it through this creature's body, causing it to writhe back in pain in your second. Uh, Slash misses. Uh, that is, you have any move? Do you want to move? It's still only within five feet. Um, anything else that you'd like to do on your turn? Is that boss catty corner to me? Yes. So I'm actually gonna. And it, the creature is there. Right. Yeah. I'm actually gonna. Um go towards boss. Okay. okay. Uh, the creature is going to uh, attack at you, but it is going to be not disadvantaged because it's her, correct? Correct. Yeah. Uh, all right. That is going to be a 18 to hit you. That hits. Uh, okay. What about a six? Yeah! Oh, it does a 12 oh, hit. You. A six does not hit. Does a 12 hit? Oh, a 12. No, a 12 doesn't either. Sorry, I meant minus six does you not have, hit. You, had, you awesome. have foreseen this important, and it misses you as it goes. Uh, Petunia, as you do that, you feel that sinking feeling, and you watch the uh, large creature atop the uh, rooftops. Uh, uh, socketless eyes all just look in your direction. Uh, and... What is your passive perception, Faithful? My passive is 17. Okay. Um, you watch as a bolt pierces into the back of the creature hovering in front of Harold. 
but you don't see where it came from. It came from somewhere in the vicinity of where you are, but you can't put yeah. a, an exact a bolt, like a crossbow bolt. Yeah, yes. like a crossbow bolt. Okay, not not a a large bolt. Yeah, um, but yeah, but but you watch as it rakes across the back of the hide and ricochets yeah. off. So it wasn't, it didn't get a, a true enough. Full hit. It yeah. wasn't a full hit. It didn't get a true enough strike to pierce the yeah. thick natural hide of this creature. Um, but hmm. it did come from somewhere around where you are. Okay. Damn, Portent. I'm still hype about that Portent. Portent is always like so a, awesome. a game ender. Certainly so useful. It's not a maybe you'll miss. Yeah. It's a no, you miss. Oh, no, uh, boss, it's your turn. Uh, a creature that attacked um, the Omeliana is still alive over in the corner there. Yes. Say, say that again, sorry. Creature that attacked the Omeliana is still by the corner there. It's kind of hard it, to it see. It is. Okay. Um, bum rush attack. Okay. Can't stop the bum rush. Charge towards it. Yeah. Yep, easily enough to get to it. Twenty to hit. Uh, Twenty will hit. That's pretty good. Twenty points of damage. Nice. You bring your blade in as you actually stab it into the tendrils on its stomach as they actually wrap around your rapier and begin to writhe and wiggle around it as you pull it out, almost getting stuck a bit as you rip it back out. Still alive, damn. It is. Um, whip. Okay. Whip it good, baby, baby, baby. Right at whip. 24 to hit, and that is four extra points of damage. Whip him in his shit. Uh, yeah, one after another, just pulling the rapier in this fluid motion. You uh, pull back on the whip as it cracks against uh, the side of its head, uh, nearly wrapping around its horn and breaking it off. Damn, it is still, still up. It is still up. It is. It's a beefy uh, boy. That's my turn, though. You boys quit that whipping. The beefy boy. Not on my watch. Uh, Petunia Potts, you're now staring down this creature that is somehow looking at you atop the rooftops, feeling that dread. What do you do? Um, it is still pretty far from me, right? Yes. So you are here. It is the, the quadrupedal one is here with the, the tongue, and the other one uh, so probably about 60, 70 feet from you. Uh, Okay, I don't know if this is a this is a, this is a rookie question, but am I allowed to do a bonus action and hold a main action? Yes, you can do everything that you want to and hold an action. Yep. Okay. You just can't, if you hold an action, you can't do any of the other stuff on that held action. Okay. Um. Then I would like to. Um. Can I? Can I cast Dragon's Breath on myself and not use it yet, or should I, is that should be should that be the thing that I hold? You can cast Dragon's Breath on yourself and not use it. I'm pretty okay. sure Dragon's Breath yeah, is a concentration spell. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Then I'm gonna do that on okay. on myself. Um, I'm going to cast that at fourth level. Okay. Yep. Last for a minute, and then you can, as an action on each of your turns, you can then use the breath weapon. Awesome. And. That's what I'm holding, because I see that thing looking me down. 
Uh, boss, sorry. Um, you yeah. take... Three points of poison damage from the ichor that clings to you. Uh, v, you also. No, no, you didn't. Sorry, you're right. My bad. Yeah, she attacked the bat. Just kidding. Just making sure you're paying attention. <laughs> Is this just the stuff that's still on me? Yes. Okay. Seisha, it is your turn. Okay. Um, can I get? <laughs> um, how close can I get to the one on the roof? Uh, you can get within twenty feet of it. That's the closest you can get, though. For the flight. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and use my um, action for movement to get up to it. Okay. Because it's eyeing my petunia. So I'm going to try to tank. Sounds good. You fly over to it. Um, as it its head lists in your direction, its tongue waving around violently, as you can see these rows of teeth that line the edge of it. Yeah, you're big and scary. But I'm big and scary to you. I actually want to try to get between it and Petunia. Like, I'm trying to... Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, needless to say, this horse and buggy... Are gone. <laughs> has, 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 has a well, gone. screw that. Has, has, has nope. around and was like... Nope. That's a, a nope. You know, I nope. have an idea. Uh, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh... Cowardly horse. Uh, Seisha, you uh, stand defiantly in front of this thing, speaking your words as you watch its form dissolve and ripple away, not into reality, but as if it fades um, like a shimmer. Okay. Son of a bitch! Why will they never fight me? Hey, because they'll lose. Get away from me, too. But Seisha yells that. God, I just want to kill this gnome. Why is everybody getting in my way? <laughs> Such bullshit. Music's pretty choice. Right, sorry, uh, discussing uh, tactics uh, and uh, other <laughs> things. Uh, moving on, it is now Harold's turn. Well, shit, I don't see it anymore. Um, well, I got this guy right in front of me. Yep. I wish he wasn't right in front of me. I will cast Dissonant Whispers on him. Okay. To make him not be near me. <laughs> Fair. Are you sure? You don't want to. You don't want to hug. He's just trying to hug you. I want to give him a taste of his own medicine. 
Harold is, uh, if it affects him, Harold's going to grab him by both sides of his head and just like, and like his voice just cuts out in the middle of him doing it. And it's just, you just see rushing information from his brain directly into this thing. Uh, and uh, is, there, is there a condition? It's a wisdom saving throw. Can these things feel fear? Uh, wisdom again. save that is a natural twenty. Ooh. Yep. So it will it will take half of the psychic damage. Yep. It will. So go ahead and roll that. Which was not a great roll, so it'll take uh, rounded down, right? Five. Uh. All right. Uh. How much damage? Uh. Uh, five, uh, if it rounds down, right? It does round down, yes. Yeah, so five, okay. and then I will... I don't see the big guy anymore, do I? Nope. You do not. Uh, I will shout to Seisha, um, show what the BFGs are all about! And give her some bardic inspiration. Oh, you bet I will! <laughs> if they'll stay still long enough! <laughs> All right, that's me. Okay. All right, so uh, on you, uh, it is again gonna reach out and try to wrap you up in its claws to pull you in on itself. Uh, 22 to hit. You shield that? You're muted. I know, I'm doing math. Okay. What is it, 23? 22. 22. It's a plus five to shield. Uh, I, I yeah, it's plus five to shield. I, I'm like, I'm thinking about Bardic Inspiration. I technically could make it miss, but I would have to roll an eight. Uh, we, we ain't, we ain't, we don't play with those kind of numbers. Yeah, it hits. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. So you are going to take great. Uh, six points of slashing damage okay. as it wraps around you, pulling you into its body, and you feel those tendrils wriggling into your armor and under your armor as it begins to just wriggle and writhe onto your midsection torso. I need you to make a con save. Okay. As it begins to tickle you. <laughs> the tickle monsters are bad. Hey, natural 20, 21. All right. And you... Nice. Resisted. You are considered grappled and restrained at the moment. Okay. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. Boss, the one right in front of you, okay. reaches out and tries to wrap you up. Okay. Ten. Miss. Yep. Yep. Uh, it is then going to fly up and over. You can take your attack on me. I will. Thank you very much. It goes back on the little perch. Okay. That is a natural 20. All right. You will hit. That hits. Yep. Thank you, Dean DeBeyond, for letting me roll so many dice at once. Um, that is 42 points of damage. Good lord. Bro crits, man. <laughs> this is so beautiful. 
because that's an eight and two. It may not still kill it, shit. Uh, all right, so as you pierce into it, as it goes away, you actually kind of flip your rapier over and catch it in the back and drag it down its entire back and spine as it begins to spill this black, like, icarid, like viscous liquid on that is its blood as it, like, stumble flies the rest of the way as it perches onto wow. the back Damn. of it. Hold on. Go ahead and... Roll me a D6. D6. Sure, sure, sure. I know maybe one of the conditions is to just die. <laughs> no, I don't want that to be one because that could happen to us. Three. Eh, give and take away. Right. Uh, you <laughs> cut deeply into its arm as it like sink, like almost lists, barely hanging on, uh, nearly severing the arm entirely. As, as you drag down the back shoulder blade area of this, it cuts all the tendons, and that arm is pretty much useless now. It will oh, have... got that. It has disadvantage on attack rolls. It does. Nice. Uh, all right, so that is its turn. It is now V's turn. Ooh. Things are tough. Well, now that it's, like, not on the ground, cool, I guess. <laughs> Javelin. Uh, yeah, well, oh, is it within 30 feet of me? You moves, maybe. Well, it says 30 parentheses 120. Yeah, uh, so you roll so, a disadvantage. Yeah, it, 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 you can actually get to where you're within 30 feet of it, because that roof is actually fairly low. It is a 30-foot-tall roof, so you can 100% get up to exactly 30 feet. That's right, well, then I will without do that. Without disadvantage, I will do that. Yeah, that thing's got to be weak. Let's see. First attack's gonna be. I say go reckless, man. Uh. Yeah. I should go reckless. I'm gonna go reckless. Okay. Yeah. With advantage. The thing's about to All die. All right. Seventeen to hit. I would or... assume it is. Seventeen will hit. Okay, it'll be a seventeen, and then it'll be a fourteen to hit. Uh, uh, both of them, both of them hit. Nice, nice, nice. But nice. six for the first one. Okay. And then six for the second one. Okay. Uh, back, just back to back, you chunk these javelins as one pierces into it, and as the other one enters its body and go, you actually watch as it begins to go through as the thing dissolves into black, nice, thicker liquid nice, tar nice, nice. as the javelin yes. keeps going and embeds into one of the roofs in a nearby building. <laughs> and that ichor then burns away um, into uh, a silvery black smoke. Cool. Mm. Hell yeah. Good work. Uh, all right. That is brings us to the top of the round. And Seisha. Yes. Stepping out onto the balcony. You see a woman dressed in hooded, tight clinging, roguish type clothing leathers. Oh. Uh -huh. You see muted purples and reds, um, but in the sense that it, it was almost hard to see. She's nearly blended completely with the shadows. She holds up a crossbow and aims it towards the creature that is enveloping Harold. Thank you. And you notice that as she turns and fires, her uh, her gaze is on Voss the entire time. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. We're gonna find out. Uh, it probably not. Yeah, but Seisha finds out that there's something going on there. 
It's got it. As it does, you actually watch it this time. It pierces in directly, catching it almost dead center in in the chest from the back through the front. Just, of the chest. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As it like punches right into your face, Harold. Shit. <laughs> Uh, as it takes 25 points of damage. Okay, hold on. Boss, uh, go ahead and roll a d6. 25 points of a crossbow shot. Damn. Mm hmm. Jesus. Don't Adam fight four. her. Huh? Four. Internal injury. In the brain. Got injured in the brain. It has to make a con save. Uh, it fails. Okay. Uh, and does it just fall you, out of the sky? It does not, uh, but it will let go of you as it writhes in pain. Um, and with that, you watch as she backs away, breaking contact as you watch as she melds into the shadows. Not physically, but yeah. disappears behind the corner and blends. Bonus action back. hides, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have noticed that she was spotted at all? What? Did she seem to have noticed that she was spotted at all? Yeah, you you saw her as she fired because she loses yeah. the capability yeah, to yeah. hide when she fired. But then you, right. when she when she then goes back to hide, you cannot see her at all. Right. Okay. I was just wondering if she saw me see her. Uh, Possibly, uh, but that wasn't her focus. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, boss, it is your turn. A little shaken by this, but knowing that the fight must be at hand and not seeing that thing still, um, I could jump off. Uh, I pull out old trusty grappling hook and I'm going to scale the wall. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a rope use check. Cool. Uh, that should be good. 26. That's Yep, and you get kind of toss it up and climb up and get on that same perch where the creature was. Mm -hmm. And um, I I don't have do not have enough movement to get close to any one of these things, so I'll move bonus action action dash to get to like the top of a roof. Okay, um, give me enough movement. Uh, you you're on top of one of the roofs. Okay, so how much movement do I have left from there? Uh, you would have to bonus action dash. Okay, to get to where I am? No. No, yeah, like, that's what you have left. Further on the roofs. Oh, okay. So, uh, bonus action towards the center of the... Roof. the other yeah, yeah, about there. And that's where I'll stop. Good. That's my turn. Petunia. Uh, the thing that was, was eyeing me down... It's right in front here. of me. It's right in front of you. Okay. Well, that one it, isn't... No, the one that was eyeing you down which is the giant creature, it has disappeared. It disappeared, yeah. Yeah, the other creature that had Harold you were watching um, uh, has let him go from something attacking it from the shadows. It's still pretty far away from me, though, I imagine. Uh, it is... 50 feet away from you. Uh, okay. It wrapped, you see Harold wrapped up around it anymore. Did it let go, go of it? Let go of the attack. Oh, okay. Because of the massive damage. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. 
Yeah. Oh, awesome. I, I, I did not hear that. I was yeah. in the middle oh, of it's all good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Completely missed, missed that. So my bad. That was my bad. Okay, yeah. So not holding Harold anymore. Still right in front of him, though. Yep. Um, You can close up. I mean, like, you can also close, I think, 20 feet to get within 30 feet of it. Say that yeah, again. if you move directly under him, I think... Could she move under it and to get within 30 feet? I think that's what she's trying to do. It's 40 feet in the air right now. Uh, yeah, right. that's the thing, yeah. Um, Actually, technically, probably close to 60 feet, but... It's, it's 40. Yeah. Could climb the fountain. <laughs> Um, I think you're between me and the and and the can, beast. You're ready in action to if you yeah. see the thing, the other thing, where if, if, it, if it appears, you could yeah, you, can you know what? Your dragon threat. Oh, what let's, what? Let's do that. Fire. Got it. Okay. Could ask to be thrown. <laughs> v, yeet me. Uh, well, you have experience yeet. I didn't catch that. Well, what? Uh, sorry, once again, I uh, six points of poison damage. Yeah. Uh, I cannot uncanny dodge that, correct? Nope. Cannot. Okay. Is that what you're doing, Petunia? You're readying the action? You're going to stay where you are? Um, I'm going to... I'm going to kind of get a little bit closer to, to Harold's general vicinity, mm -hmm. um, just in case Okay. he's high up and I'm worried. Okay. Okay. Get you right under. Get right under Harold. Yeah, that works. Seisha, uh, Seisha. Um, you said this thing disappeared into a shimmer. It yes, it literally like shimmered and disappeared from sight. Was it like the shimmer when the guy disappeared in the fight in the alley? Uh, the Harrow Dust dealer. No. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, I am. I'm going to hold my action to attack it if it reappears. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. Petunia. Yeah. Action goes off. All right. But after you get hit, because it appears as it brings its claws down and rakes across you. Fantastic. A 17 to hit. I'm gonna um, use my reaction. Okay. To cutting words. Um, and I'm just going to do my dissonant whispers, but in such a way that it's almost mocking the same tone it uses when it does those forceful. I can't, I don't know what it's saying, but you know how it's like, you know, that sort of thing. Awesome. Go ahead and roll that. Take six away from that roll. All right. Does not hit. Okay. All right. Uh, it misses with the first attack, triggering your attack. Okay. So you need to and make a that save. is. I'm sorry. It needs to make a deck save. It needs to. I think so. Yes, make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 
does an eight. <laughs> low. I did. I, I rolled real low. <laughs> real. It's real. my against me. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a. No, no, you. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, you have my... a saving pass. You're, you're, you're breathing yeah. dragon's breath on it, oh, right? Oh my, my straight up my damage. No, yeah. no, you. It, it, okay. you, you, you I'm sorry. What your, against you. what your spell save is. Got it. I'm so sorry. It's, it's higher than an eight, right? <laughs> yeah, is it higher you're than an eight? It's got to be higher than an eight. <laughs> you're not used to damaging. You're used I'm to... not. I'm really yeah. not. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah. it, it'll be, if you look under spells. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The number right next to it, it should say dex and then the number. Dex yeah. and then the number. There's no way it's an eight. A thirteen. Thank you. Good <laughs> lord. I apologize. I should do okay. better than that. <laughs> it's okay. You don't play an attacky character. I don't. Right? Mm-hmm. Now roll your damage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's 20, Twenty-five points of damage. Nice. Damn. Yeah. Um, you launch. Uh, it your bre- uh, your throat swell up with this glowing hot warmth as you just. <laughs> scream and panic as this thing uh, lashes out towards you. Uh, hearing uh, Harold just <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it washes over this creature. Um, you notice that a lot of the ichor burns away, uh, yep. but then begins to seep over its skin again. Uh, does it, it take massive damage or no? It does, it does not. not. That, so, that's right. Yep, yep. Um, but uh, you watch, but as, as it does, it rears back and it comes with another one of its enlarged humanoid hands as it slashes out at you again. Uh, 17 to hit again. Um, oh, sorry. 14. It would, um, although I do want to make one quick clarification about the lucky feat. It says whenever an attack roll is made against you. Can yep, I? You can force it to re-roll. Cool. Lucky. All right. So every every rolls. Uh, the, so a fourteen did hit. Would have, yeah. Yeah, a fifteen. Ah, shit. Damn. Okay. You get lucky again. I could. Sure. <laughs> I've got hey. two more left. Hey. You need not die. A twelve? Th- no. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Just and- below. <laughs> so it it slashes, and you actually trip on your shoelace. As you are backpedaling, you're screaming in the fire. And as you trip and fall down on your hands, it swipes wide and goes over your head. <sighs> so, question. Yep. Do, can I move to attack uh, as part can, of my normal action? You can move, but you cannot attack. But you can move, start moving down towards it. Yeah, when you hold an action, you can trade it for a move, or you can make okay. the attack when it appears next to you. Yep. Well, in that case, Seisha's pissed. Um, Down there. Could move towards the thing with Harold. That way you're right there. Yeah, but I still wouldn't be able to attack it, and I can get this one. I can get it off Petunia. Okay. You get to it before? Seisha lets out this just guttural scream. And her hair flies a little more and kind of swirls a little more and her eyes go black as she slams her sword against her shield and points it at the creature and that is told the dead. Mm. 
it is missing hit points, correct? It is currently missing hit points. Awesome. Okay. Can I make a wisdom save? Yep, wisdom save, please. Okay. That works. Uh, 12. That does not pass. It's 14. So okay. he takes 12 points of damage. Nice. Pile damage on this thing. Um, you watch this, uh, you hear the sound ring out and reverberate through this creature um, as the black veins that typically appear from someone being attacked with the spell don't seem to form as much as they typically would. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and you do damage it. Yeah. Yep. And just as like- as it and as it does this, you you watch as it just ever so slightly looks up at you before the tongue lashes out and wraps around Petunia. Mm. Mistake. I pissed them off. <laughs> uh, that Big is mistake. Going to be a dirty twenty to hit you. Got one more luck, don't you? I do, yes. I've got one more lucky. Do you want to burn it? Yeah! Okay. As a 14. <sighs> That's okay. All right. <laughs> I tried. It was close, though. It was yeah. it was close. Good it was good. Uh, all right. You're going to take six points of piercing damage. And as it wraps around you, you feel as if you're being drained from existence itself as you take 11 hit points off of your maximum hit points. Whoa. What did you okay. do, Petunia? I don't and know. <laughs> as, uh, after it does this, it looks, uh, rakes its tongue back. Uh, this is the sharp teeth just cut across your body that turns and then jumps through another ripple into the corner of the tower. Harold. God, I, I want to kill that thing. I've been waiting to kill that thing. It, good! I, I can't Eldritch Blast this because it's point blank. Uh, you could can. You, know, you just have you, you, can, you just have to move. He's not grappling you. You just have to move. Yeah, away. but I would take a attack of opportunity. I don't care about an attack yeah. of opportunity, honestly. Uh, you can also, just so you know, you can attack. You just have disadvantage. Just so you know. It's I'll move. Can. I'll move down to the ground next to Petunia. Okay. Hmm. Uh, will this one? No, it does not. Wait. No, it failed its combo. Um. So. That's going to be a strong 10. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, I will play Das Accordion. Okay. Mm. I will play Protection. I will play Protection from Evil and Good. I will touch Petunia and make her uh, resistance against aberrations. Nice. Uh, okay. And then for my secondary action, I will use healing word on her again uh, but I can't do it at max I can't do it at third so I'll do it at second level um and you'll heal ten yeah that means I have more than half now 
Yay. Technically. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah. All right. These are aberrations, right? Yes. Okay. So now, just so you know, for your benefit, um, Petunia, uh, protection, grant several benefits. Creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. You can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. And if you're already charmed, frightened, or possessed by them, uh, you have advantage on the, any saving throws. There we go. And he's going to like kind of play music as he descends mm-hmm. and kind of grab her by the shoulder and be like, are you okay? Everything yep. all right? Um, um, no, but we have to take care of this. We're going to take care of this. And with those words, you feel your wounds closing. Uh, and you, as you land, you look back, you, uh, Stacia, you're looking down, you watch as the creature hovering turns around, looks at you, and then flies up and away. Oh, uh, scared? <laughs> uh, this is V. And, it, and, it, and you lose it in the blackness of the night sky. Okay. Yep. Hmm. V, it is your turn. Do I see any enemies? There's you do not. Nothing around. Um, I run over to Petunia to make sure she's okay. She looks gaunt. <laughs> Shaken. We need to get her back home. We... We can't Close go anywhere until we know what's going on. Just get ready to attack anything that might show up. We should group up and get ready. Uh, we just need to give it a just, minute or two. Okay, I just ready in action. Okay. All right. Okay. You do not take any damage or attack anything. And by the time it comes to your turn again, your rage will end. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Boss. Okay. Um, pull out whip. Go to the very edge of the roof. Uh, which uh, front or toward the front, other building? Toward, towards the group. Okay. Right. Uh, hold action. If it shows up and it's in my reach, attack. Okay. That's what I got. Got it. Uh, you take three points of poison damage. Yeah, we'll have to deal with that at some point in time. Uh, Petunia. All right. Um, I looks like we're all grouped up. Um, Somewhat. I will. Um, I will cast. Dragon's Breath. On on someone else, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. On uh, Harold. Yeah. Okay. Okay. At third level. So that's 4d6. Nice. If it it meets the thing. (laughs) And you see acid start spilling over his lip. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, all that, all that Kaiser Vex rule is finally getting to you. <laughs> uh, Seisha. Um. She's going to... going to land on the roof and just kind of crouch and ready in action to attack if it comes within range. The roof that you're... That I'm right up. in front of. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, you're kneeling on it. We'll keep yeah. going. I don't want to balance yeah. yeah. You kneel right down on that roof and you... With, just, yeah, okay. with her back to the group. Okay. So she can kind of glance over her shoulder down at them, but she's okay. just waiting for this thing up on the roof. Yep. Okay, sound, sounds good. And as you do boss you feel that dread pour out in the air around you from behind as ripping its way from uh the the archway uh at the top literally right behind you pulls itself out um and will make an attack of course he will yeah it, it is within five feet of you Sweet. on that little bit of yeah 20 yes yeah is the number 20? No, it is uh, 25. Yeah, not worth it. Still doing pretty good, so. I might I might subtract from the damage instead. That might be a good idea. Uh, it's going to be 10 points of slashing damage and two points of poison uh, damage as it, more of this ichor rakes across you. I can uncanny dodge the slashing damage only, correct? Uh, you can uncanny dodge. It's five or six. Yeah, it, it's yeah. either one, either the poison or the uh, or, or the attack. It's either one. I'll do the attack. I figured. <laughs> um, it comes across, so th that was the first claw? Yeah. And another claw comes rakes across you uh that is a 25 to hit again hits okay that is a 24 to hit hits on the last as you watch his jaw just kind of unhinge its tongue wrap around you is it's going to bite into your shoulder uh so on the claw attack uh you're gonna take 10 points of slashing damage hot damn six points of poison damage hot damn uh, I'm waiting to hear what the number is on that last attack. And the last one in total. Is, is the um, the teeth sink into your shoulder. You take 17 points of piercing. Damage. Yeah, that's the one. I'll use bar. I'll use cutting words to reduce that. It's within 60 feet of me. Uh, should be. Yes, it is within 60 feet of me. Just okay. barely. Okay, I'll burn it. Um, and I'm just gonna do the same thing. More mocking noises in its tone. Okay, trying okay. to draw its attention. Okay. Uh, so take six off that damage. That's helpful. Uh, all right. I feel like a real bard this game. I'm doing mostly support, and I'm okay with uh, it. Harold, Harold, it's your turn. Oh, uh, hold up! I need to make the attack. Oh yeah. Oh right. Yeah, the ready to action goes off. Of course. Yeah. Twenty to hit. Uh, Twenty will hit. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm on fire with hitting this damn thing. Yeah, yeah. already. Not as on fire with damage, unfortunately. Only 13. That was a shitty sneak attack. 
Uh, and as as this happens, you also watch as a crossbow bolt slams into it over your shoulder. And as you glance down, you see her standing on the balcony below you. Before she moves back into Before she moves back into the shadows. Her. Okay, so it's me? Yes, it is you. It's you. We're just calculating damage. Uh, yeah, yeah. Continue. Go, go ahead and do what you're going to do. I'm, I'm going to fly up to Voss. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use Das Accordion and touch him and give him protection from poison, which neutralizes the poison instantly. Um, bonus action. I'm going to Hexblade's Curse the creature. Okay. As you uh, play this song, you actually watch as uh, the notes pour out of it. This music uh, wraps around you and dissolves the ichor from your form. Yep. Um, I don't want to be like up there, up there, because I want, I mean, like, I don't want to be in a place where that thing can get me. Can I move up there and touch him and move as far back as I can, or is it? Yes, not far back. You can move basically. yeah, I don't uh, want to be super far down back. below the building. That's uh, I will. I will let you know this. You've seen its tongue have a pretty, uh, a slightly longer reach. That's fine. Okay, uh, it'll take an attack of opportunity. That's Ooh. okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, that's a nineteen to hit. Mm. Uh, it does hit, and in response, I hellish rebuke. Uh, your reaction was used to take away the damage that's uh, last round, but this is my turn now. It is your turn now. You are absolutely correct, and you got oh, your shit. reaction back. You are absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. I apologize for that. Yeah, it's totally fine. Rules you... lawyer and like a pro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> that is going to be six points of piercing damage and three points of necrotic damage, as okay. that three okay. points is, as said before, it feels like your existence is sucked away from uh, this realm. Got it. And uh, to make a deck save, and I'll take okay. the three away from my max. Uh, deck save is a 21. Ooh, Ooh damn. Yep. Uh, that it is still take half. Yep, it still takes um, half as much, so it will take... Oh, man, that's actually not bad at all. Uh, it'll be nine points of damage. Got it. Again, you see uh, some of the flame burn away the ichor as it then begins to seep again across its skin. Seisha, you see it over there. You can move as you're ready to action, but it does not come within striking distance. But you can move closer if you wanted to. When do you go? Uh, yeah, shit, might as well. Yeah. So do you move 30 feet closer? May said, we'll see. Oh, it's it's actually more damage because of Hexblade's curse. It's not much though. It's um it's one more damage, so it'll take ten instead of nine. Okay, so just add one more damage. Yeah, add one more damage. Got it. Uh alright, that brings us to B. B. Woo, okay. I'm gonna try to climb on up there. Yep. Okay, there yep. is a rope with a grappling hook. You can totally climb up, but it's going to be over here on this side. Uh, your rage does end as you're not to take right. any damage or attack last round. 
so you will need to re-raise if you want to, just so you know. Okay. Uh, but, uh, uh, in order to get up on the roof, you will need to dash. Okay. Okay. Uh, but that is easily enough for you to get up, and now you are on this roof and can see it's right next to, in front of us. Okay, got it. Uh, that is, uh, you do have a bonus action if you wanted to do anything, otherwise, it's up to you. Um, nope, that's it for me. Okay. Got it, absolutely. Uh, that moves oh, By on. the way, I did my concentration check to make sure I could still fly, we're good. Okay, okay great, thank you very much. Um, all right, uh, you watch again, Voss, as she kind of moves out of the shadows, raises that crossbow and fires at it over your shoulder. Nice. Uh, Uh, and you watch as almost expecting it this time, you watch as it kind of just dislocates its shoulder and bends it in a way that should not be physically possible as it goes wide. Uh, and you, you kind of just see her, like you know that emotion and you yeah. kind of see her subtly, but that just anger as, as it misses as she melts back into the shadows. It's your turn. Sweet. It's in front of me, I attack it. So I would like to see it die. 24 to hit. Hit that thing. Kill it, kill it, kill it. Uh, ooh, maybe, maybe. 24 points of damage. Okay. Slashing into it, you cut down into its like rib cage area, breaking it down. You see this black, almost silver, like mercury liquid spill out of it and onto the ground. But it, as it kind of staggers a bit, and looks kind of tilts its head towards you. Its mouth opening, jaw unhinged, tongue with the rows of teeth lashing out towards you. You guys still have your second attack if you want it. I do. Kind of not in a way where I could move right now. 21 to hit. 21 uh, hits. That's four extra points of damage. Four, you said? Yeah, four. Hey, boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, sing us that swan song. So, Voss takes Rapier out, and as it shoves it inside of it, I take the whip, wrap it around its neck, and then pulling all the strength I have in my body, I twist and slowly pull this thing and just launch it over my shoulder into the ground below. <laughs> uh, and as you do, you actually wrench it, and it tumbles off and down onto the platform of the thing where you actually see her merge out with her rapier as she slams it into the neck making sure it is dead as she looks up at you as it begins to dissolve into this black mirror-like silvery liquid before she looks at you backs into the shadows and disappears i nod but i do not attempt to chase I just kind of Aisha does. You want to chase? Yeah. I do. need you to make a perception check. That is a 24. You do not see her. Wow. She screams in rage again and lands on the puddle instead and just slams her fist into it over and over again. Boss exhausted and hurt watches this happens but he's honestly 
too tired from the fight, um, brushes the poison off of himself, but stands up and will slowly make his way over to where Sasha is. Junior, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm, I will be. I am, you can tell it's just like, he's been beat up a lot and you can also see him kind of clinging the ambulance around his neck. Uh, Harold gives you a thumbs up and he's like, it's great. Petunia, are you okay? Um, she kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm. He's going to hug her very tightly. <laughs> Boss, you take five points of poison damage. No, okay. he's not. How do I, how do I stop this? He's stuff? neutralized. Oh, but he just attacked, As he attacked it more splashed onto him. He and does get advantage on the saving throw. There is a saving, saving throw. throw. It's, I, not a, it's not poison condition. It's just poison. Like uh, it's yeah. Ah, like, uh, I got you. Guy, whatever I do, I wipe the shit off me. That you can do. You can yeah, I just I do so it. Wipe it off. Okay, As yeah. the burning sensation comes back for a moment, I'm like, oh, how did this happen? Um, yep. I wipe it off, looking beaten and looking exhausted. But I do do that. Harold's just gonna hold Petunia real close. He looks almost distraught because his this is what's happening when his life is colliding with hers. Um, I approach Sasha though. He's just beating a male fist into the rock of the patio over and over again, where the silver liquid was. I don't stop you so long as it doesn't look like you're hurting yourself, because I know you're so frustrated right now. Them. After just, after probably like 15 to 20 seconds, she just kind of sits back on her heels and she looks up at you and the black slowly starts to fade from her eyes. If it's any consolation, they're clearly intimidated. How do you fight what won't face you? chase it down or we get new tactics let it run these things seem to be happening often they aren't our friends anymore they're onto something whatever the case it's done for now there was no immediate damage to anyone I look down at Petunia and no doubt covered by Harold and probably V as well and just say the day is almost ended let's go home and I offer a hand to help Seisha up I walk over to help Seisha too V and Voss walk over to you offer you a hand and help you up uh, you're easy, easily able to make it back over to the grappling hook un mm -hmm. unhook it take it down I look into the distance of the black sky mixed emotions but I do not pursue her and I assuming the rest of the team yeah we head back when uh once we get there Stacia's gonna wait for Voss to go to his room okay and she's gonna go knock on the door um I open. Uh, <laughs> certainly. You see him kind of massaging his wounds, 
still wearing the necklace, um, grateful for it, and probably a little bit sad that eventually he's going to have to give it to Venley. But nonetheless, he's How hurt are you? I would have easily fallen today if not for the magics imbued within this thing. Sasha will pump 30 points of healing into him through lay on hands. 30? Damn. 30. That's a lot. Yeah, and I still have some left over. Uh, that's that's a useful one. I love that one. Wounds close up, but I sit down, clearly exhausted, and say, what's on your mind? Still frustrated? No. Curious. Well, yeah, still frustrated, but more curious. Who was that? Black Viper, you've heard so much about. We've had encounters back and forth. It's... I honestly don't know how I feel myself. I trust that she's at the very least an ally for now. Whoever she is, she was very, very focused on. Imagine so. Why? I don't want to tell her story until it's complete. Though I may need your help in doing that someday. When it's done, I'll let her tell it to you. With any luck. She's someone I knew a long time ago, though. And someone I may wish to know again. Okay. Don't be too frustrated by today, either. Had you managed to... I feel like I'm chasing smoke. You are, in a way. Whatever these things are. We'll find ways to pin them down and deal with them if we have future encounters with them. But they fear you. And that's something. Use that knowledge to your advantage, at least. Can I, can I tell you something and it stays between us for now? Of course. Apparently, it's not normal for an Asimar to have a Solar as their guide. When I met mine, he called himself my Solar. All this... Oh business with the harbinger my solar is being corrupted I wish I knew what to tell you on that but I feel all roads lead through your mother and when we have the burden of all this off of us I promise I will help you find her it's hard if, we... Go ahead. If, if my fear is right, 
we're, we're looking at whatever is doing this to him is the strength of a god. These are incredibly powerful celestial beings. Solars are incredibly powerful. What we're facing maybe a bit in the future, but it it's huge. I remember you told me one time about a time period in the distant past called the Time of Troubles, where the gods themselves fell to Earth, correct? They could die too. And whatever this is, powerful as it is, it can die too. And we'll find a way if it crosses our path. And I feel like you'll be the one to lead the charge. I don't know why, but talking to you always makes me feel so much better. I have a sterlingly positive outlook on life, no doubt. <laughs> Seriously, Voss. Thank you. You're welcome. You get stronger with every passing day. You do too. Oh, I had help in that today. I touch it and I just say. That's not the kind of strength I'm talking about, boss. Still. It's nice. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get you one too. No. For now. I need to rest. I am exhausted. But thank you. And I will, of course, keep your secrets safe with me. Just for now. Everyone will have to know eventually, probably, but I don't... You decide the time to tell them. I don't, I don't want to worry them and then be wrong, you know? You will decide the appropriate time. All right. Good night. Good night. I kind of stare out into the window in the distance as I fall asleep, thinking about her. <laughs> as uh, you separate with your conversations, we're going to go over to Harold and Petunia with theirs. Okay. Uh, I imagine that they are just in the common room normally where they would be splitting off from one another. And Harold has been oddly quiet all night. And he kind of... Um, so tonight wasn't... Uh, I think what either of us expected. Um, she just kind of looks pale and drained and tired and, and her eyes are puffy she's been crying the whole time until she's finally sort of stopped I, crying I wanted have you met my roommate no come with me I want to show you something and Harold's going to take her hand and he'll lead her up the stairs and he's going to open the door and he's going to be, he's going to like do like this. He's like, he might be sleeping, but let me check. Earl, you there? Earl. All right. He's still awake. Come on. And I'll lead her inside and sh softly shut the door behind me and I'll motion to my crow friends 
which I'm a, a myriad of corvids lined the roof, and there's clearly an area for them. There's bird poop that has clearly been cleaned, but there's more bird poop. All of Harold's stuff's moved away from those areas. Um, and Harold's going to reach into one of his uh, pouches and he's going to pull out a handful of peanuts and put them in her hand. And he's going to say that they like the peanuts best. I figure if you're going to be a big part of my life, you should probably meet my roommate. I I can't keep him a secret forever. (laughs) She'll, She'll give a little like ghost of a smile and sort of hand like she'll at first she'll like scatter them and then she'll see if they'll actually come up to her or not she'll she assumes they probably won't you see uh three of them of of the four that are in there right now uh go to the floor and start pecking up the peanuts but you see earl he doesn't um and then uh i'm assuming you've given more peanuts Mm -hmm. yeah she'll just Kind of watch the birds for a little while. Before you scatter, the second uh, Earl will actually land on your arm. Hello, Earl. This is Earl. Earl's, uh, he's a real gentleman. Real nice guy. And uh, it was his room first, and he was gracious enough to let me stay here. So I let him stay here with all of his friends, because, you know, it's always a party with Earl. Earl! Listen, I'm not just... This isn't some sort of advance on you or anything. I, I just think after tonight, do you do you want to just stay here with me tonight? She kind of looks down at the birds and just slowly just just she doesn't say anything. She just tiredly nods and then leans against him. He'll wrap his arm around her and kiss her on the top of the head, and they will feed birds until they both get tired and go to sleep. And as and as you fall asleep, lay down and hold each other from the darkness you hear. This my significant otter. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end tonight's session. <laughs> oh my god. Goodness, have it. <laughs> See the smirk forming on his face. He's like, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say do it. it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say do it. it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Kill that mood. Murder it. (laughs) Thank you all so much for staying late with us to get through that encounter. Um, We thank you all so much. If you haven't already, please enter hashtag beyond and hashtag Eldritch for our giveaways uh, to be entered for a chance to win. Uh, Please enter only once so you're not disqualified. Um, Again, go check out our D4 Resurrections over at uh, DM's Guild. And uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of things happened yeah. at the end, and a lot of questions were raised, and yep. maybe we can figure out why in the future. But we are uh, very excited to announce that next week we will be joined by none other than Dave Lapata as Blavin the Unwashable, boss the gap. Yeah. <laughs> Better dress up pretty, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My heart is so full with that news. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, so, uh, as we will be diving into the gala, the midsummer event mm-hmm. of the city, Castle Enter Villa, um, and 
See what happens next. See what happens next. It's just gonna be a party. It's just. I mean, they're murdering someone. I mean, they're murdering someone. And that might be what the. He's murdering himself now. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, But uh, with that, uh, we have some winners. Winners of the blacksmith. Blacksmith and the Archmage's Favors dice is so be plays. Hey. Uh, Congratulations uh, for that. uh, To you for that. And then our winner of the Elder's Foundry miniature is Okie Dokies. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, congratulations awesome. to you. I will be in touch via Twitch Whisper, so please look out for my Whisper to get you your uh, information for your prizes. Yep. Thank you for the raids and uh, be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Whoa, holy nine hells. That was a cliffhanger. Anyways, you can catch us live every Sunday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. And hey, as always, be excellent to each other, and may you always roll with advantage. Rock punch.